0: Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Bloomingdale's, Levi's, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Go to Shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. This week
1: on the program. Hey cool, it's the 600th time we've done this. It's Delta Fars I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak.
2: Eric the Podcast Man. Crash Cabin. <laughs>
1: and we hate movies. <laughs> everyone welcome to we hate movies thank you for tuning in as always that's right for some of you this may be the 600th time you've you. tuned in poor unfortunate right. souls <laughs>
2: 600 of those main features main i'm sure yes. uh, a fan of ours can do the calculations and i'm this is probably the 12,000th release. I think we're Mexico. close to a 1,000. Is that so. right? I think so. Let's well, get our right. numbers
1: boys on the phone, see yes. what's up. Uh, but yeah, so big monumental day here in the studio. So of course we got to talk about fucking Larry the Cable Guy. Of course, yeah. It's Delta Farce from 2007, directed by someone who I could have sworn was a fake person, C.B. Harding, but you'll know him mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. the director of the Blue Collar Comedy Tour movie. <laughs> uh, and approximately... 10,000 other blue-collar, averse-related projects. And oh, he has a really? cameo
2: in the film as the mailman that gets chased Isn't that around. funny?
1: You got a little mailman in that movie. What if a dog was getting after that mailman? <laughs> You're like the Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> Making your cameos. Well, speaking of people who are not in this movie, uh, Jeff Foxworthy was supposed to be in it. Right. And he backed out because he had scheduling conflicts with What? Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? oh man that, yeah. he was Something. smarter than the whole goddamn lot yep. of him is that this fucking movie yeah, that's
2: true and, and that, then dj qualls replaces him I is that sup- what it was I, yeah it must be right he's
1: the, he's the odd man out it would make sense it'd be like i see i was gonna say like you were you had to have been so fucking desperate mm-hmm. yeah to have bill engvall have this many speaking roles that i thought Angval stepped in wow. for Foxworthy and DJ Qualls was just going to be there the whole time as the little weirdo. I would I would also assume you come up to Ron White with this and he's like, get the fuck out of here. The, what the fuck? <laughs> no, throws absolutely. a tumbler of Look, whiskey in your I face. I get drunk and I smoke a cigar and that is it. I will not be on your screen. If you're too busy filming a game show, you can't make a bad movie. I mean, I would call out of this having scheduled conflicts with dinner. Yeah, like, yeah. That yep, would be totally. my... I would just be like, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, this is, I, zoo, bel- <laughs> sorry guys, that can't be, it. there's a Twilight Zone marathon
3: on in about <laughs> 10 Wife-
1: minutes. Wife's making beef stroganoff tonight sorry
2: Woo, i'm gonna have to mow the lawn tomorrow can't do it do you think like uh larry the cable guy's probably met ma- like he's probably jealous of that golden corral ad Ooh, yeah, yeah. and oh like, yeah i could have been mine i was that pralicek otc was just a stepping stone <laughs> but he's got the pixar cred yeah, yeah that's does. true I-, I think that battles
1: off the golden corral you money you know what though it could be this right like Oh, man, I got all these millions playing Mater, but Foxworth is getting paid in chicken nuggets. <laughs> yes, that's what he would, that was my preferred payment. Uh, but, Larry, you know, you could buy all sorts of chicken nuggets with your Mater money. <laughs> but he's getting them directly how- as payment. <laughs> stolen valor. He never goes to Golden growl I go and I pay full fucking price. You tell me right now, how many chicken tenders did Jim Carrey get paid for Batman Forever? <laughs> I want double that. I heard about Jim Carrey's story. He promised his father he'd give him a million chicken nuggets when he made it in Hollywood. And then tragically, his daddy died before he could do it. So he wrote a check and put it in his father's dead jacket pocket. And it said, one million chicken nuggets, daddy. From checkers. <laughs> it's a true Jim Carrey story. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. right. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, not the chicken nuggets. For party. chicken nuggets? Yeah. No. No, he, wrote, he wrote a check for a million dollars. He said uh, he would give his father a million dollars if he made it big, and his dad passed away. So he wrote a million dollars and put it in the Wow.
2: Suit, Jacket Did he pocket. make it out for cash? <laughs>
1: if, if so, grab a shovel, yes. y'all. <laughs> That's I mean the, the casket's lowering and they all dive in trying to open up the <laughs> Pay to the order of St. Peter one million heaven bucks. Oh, uh, man, indulgences. That'd be cool. I mean, that's a cool movie. You just made like, an Ocean's Eleven, Jim yes. Carrey's Dead Dad oh, heist movie. <laughs> yeah, hey, Jim, Jim, just maybe put void on the check. You put it. Now, now, now. <laughs> Who's going to find it? I'm going to need 12 guys. <laughs> including Paul Oakenfeld. <laughs> <laughs> uh, While grave
3: ticking Fuck <laughs>
1: yeah, totally They wear funny mustaches yeah. and stuff Segmenting the screen, there's yeah. multiple frames going Yes, exactly we dug them up, Jeff Dunham,
2: get over here Look at this, he's just feeling like a puppet
1: <laughs> Bring your mech ship kicking pepper over here, Jeff <laughs> Scott Conn is like doing some funny business with the uh, the grave attendant you know oh, what I mean totally. to him oh yeah yeah like him, him and Casey Affleck arguing like outside a mausoleum on the other side <laughs> a of the
2: com- property comically large like floral display and balloons are bringing <laughs> to some <laughs> special grave or whatever no Tombstone wasn't
1: the better uh, frozen pizza yes it was no it wasn't yes it was Bernie Mac's driving a hearse <laughs> into the funeral ooh ghost of Bernie Mac in the film I like that well I'd like to think that a great project like this could have got off the ground ten years ago. Or you just parking them now. Yes. Yeah, they got absolutely. no problem with that. Oh yeah, like, like Harold Ramis, dude. Yeah, just yeah. like I, <sighs>
2: my God, just, I finally saw that movie and oh, yikes with that thing. Brother. My lord.
1: We are we are we are just dangerously far from Delta Farce, aren't we? Yeah, 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 can you tell we're just we're trying to just veer off the it's kinda like in American Werewolf in London where that dude's like stay off the moors. <laughs> yeah. And they walk right into it. We are steering right towards the moors. So we open it on a almost uh, uh, Pat and if it was done in like an abandoned warehouse uh, yes. scene with uh, with this guy who's yes. in, a, in more shower. Yeah, he's been in t- everything. He 24. 24 I 20, remember and always
2: playing like a government official. Fringe,
1: he was like a fucking like meathead FBI agent. Huge. And he's he's given this big speech about how like what we need now are like soldiers who mean things. We need uh, soldiers who can fight the good
2: fight. We need
1: heroes
2: did somebody say hero <laughs> i'm cleaning up diarrhea in this cafeteria <laughs> dude
1: you got to larry the cable guy dressed up as like woody from toy story with this I, outfit it yeah. looks like he's working at a golden corral by it does. the way it does he's got a cowboy uh outfit on and i'm like so yeah that's what i think about with southwestern uh, southern food is heroes like sandwiches not really
2: and we immediately get this gross out thing of like he serves someone like a sandwich and they pull out a giant hair out of it which no way could be his hair unless it's a body hair like a (laughs) pubic hair
1: i haven't trimmed my pubes since the bicentennial he says don't worry about that i've been using a new conditioner It's like, okay, cool, like, I used soap, so feel free to eat things that fall (laughs) off my body. I let my armpit hair grow out like the feminists. (laughs)
3: Oh, man. (laughs) Uh.
1: It's uh, classic Larry maneuvering here also in these fucking movies. Uh this like very attractive young woman Get walks in fuck and out of he here. has a track record of having sexual intercourse with this yeah, woman yeah, apparently. Yeah. I just I was like so how much is it paying her? What's what's the deal? Yeah, here? Yeah, well, yeah. Totally, oh, totally. She's here
2: for that more of that bathroom sex I've been giving
1: her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Dude yeah he's like oh you want to have a bathroom quickie? Yeah let's fuck in this Golden Corral bathroom. I mean I, I'm supposed to clean up the one next to it but th- th- this one's clean. Yeah uh, Larry uh, I'm here not because I have a VD but I, you gave me trichinosis some Somehow having sex with you Is like eating uncooked pork uh-huh. Part, I, I'm finding black spots on my body I believe I'm rotting away <laughs> Hey cool, I gave someone the black plague
2: But it turns out she's pregnant And he's like, oh my god I'm gonna be a father And he has to tell the entire restaurant oh. And every,
1: you see this joke coming a mile away right? Oh, it's, yeah, I yeah. mean like every joke in this film But it's And like everyone's like really excited, and she keeps being, but oh, uh," ah, he's like, yeah, you know what. For the next hour, the salad bar is open for anybody for all and, and all the fictions. <laughs> all them fiction. Yeah. Which, like, what does he mean by fixins? Like putting potato salad on top of a bed of I lettuce, think he's free like-
2: chicken tenders on your salad. <laughs> he was like, "Before you start lining up for the bacon, bitch." <laughs> that's exactly. Let me, the- uh, <laughs> t- everyone, gather around. Because
1: that's the thing, dude. The bacon—it's—it's it's, everything's everything's. You know, you, you can put as many pickles or whatever you want on there. The bacon bits yeah. will cost you extra, but Larry <laughs> is letting you, is you gre- gregarious here and saying the bacon bits are now, for the next hour, also free. Oh, and the chunks great. of chicken and the ham, you just, you, you go hog wild. Cubed ham is on the house. <laughs> you can't just, hey, hold on, you can't put a, a fish filet on top of a salad. <laughs> that ain't a fiction. That ain't right. <laughs> Madam, you cannot put a hamburger on your salad. Please they, stop telling
2: the chef to do that. He's like, before everyone does that, let me make an announcement. I'm going to ask this girl to marry me. And- I got to say,
1: yeah. pretty stunned that he wasn't like, we got to find a way to get rid of it. <laughs> Here's I, vodka. I don't think
2: so. You know what? No, the salad bar's free because it's going to kill that pregnancy right yes. quick. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, so maybe not a total
1: abortion, <laughs> but just like not be like, I guess I was surprised that the character was this excited and immediately Asked for hey, hey, Life Dan, is sacred I, I, Dan I love all of the uh, the Racism in this film It's it's, it's going <laughs> to hit right for the bible belt The abortion joke up top though Is really <laughs> I think it's going to rub people the wrong way I, I think it's kind of funny to say That I wanted to slip a little bleach into her diet soda <laughs> <laughs> That's a leftover
2: joke from Foxworthy He's the most <laughs> liberal of all of us If yeah. you were drinking bleach And diet soda you just might be At a golden Corral. <laughs>
1: If you take your girlfriend who's pregnant to a monster truck rally and she's
3: driving
1: the monster truck, you just might be causing a miscarriage. I forget if I ever cop to this. I own several Jeff Foxworthy CDs. I thought you were about to cop to causing miscarriage. (laughs) Well, I mean, for a later date. Like comedy albums? Oh, yeah. I remember liking them in the '90s, wow. but not like not seeking it out. But it, just Comedy Central would have it, and I'd be like, uh-huh. uh, "That's oh, you might be a redneck." That's but pretty these something. are your scarlet letters, right <laughs> yeah. now, you guys are saying.
2: But I, <laughs> that's I never, I
1: never, something. I never bought an album. Oh, I uh, know, well, well, I had at least two. I had uh, enough oh. of uh, you know uh, a collection of conservative relatives that filled me in on all the <laughs> you might be's, the fucking TV on top, the broke TV, uh-huh. the stupid signs Didn't i've he? heard these things you know the the oral tradition of passing <laughs> these things down through storytelling. did someone
2: say oral <laughs> uh, did foxworthy have like a sitcom at some point he did oh, yeah. i think i might have watched some of that as did Engval, actually he watched that show as well. <laughs>
1: he always he did, okay. but he yes. also had his own sitcom, right. which was the birth which, of Jennifer Lawrence. Which I did not see. She really? was birthed right on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's my God. special live episode. Was she yeah. the
2: baby in Delta Force <laughs> that was yes. going to happen?
1: Oh, God. But, uh, this lady's like, uh, oh, and by the way, Larry, it's not yours. Thank God you were fucking around on this guy. Absolutely. <laughs> but then why are you in a relationship with this guy who just is... Who looks like Larry the Cable Guy and uh, is also having to dress like that for work? Exactly. Like, you know, it's not like he's a a banker. and Like, you know, he's he's, he's like a sugar daddy situation. What are you getting out of this arrangement,
2: madam? I'm kind of a banker for food. You know, it's sort of like an ATM. They line up. They withdraw their sandwiches. You you may not have a loan for a fish fry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm part of the Burger King rewards program. And that's how I get all my ladies.
2: (laughs) Siphon off with the kids club. I got just a bunch of credits on that card. I could I could buy five happy meals, no problem, no charge. Oh, will you will you marry me? Here's a happy meal toy.
1: The ladies love it when I wear a paper crown. <laughs> but here's the thing. So Larry could be as fat as he wants. Oh yeah. If a woman were to be fat, that would be disgusting. Which oh, right. Larry the Cable Guy points out yes. right here, because this woman like the 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 girlfriend or whatever is like the baby ain't yours and he's like ha oh, how not cool <laughs> and then like the the whole celebratory mood dies down and then this uh heavyset woman says uh Well but what about the free salad bar? And he's like, What do you care? You never visited a salad bar in your life, <laughs> fat.
2: And now there's apparently, I guess, a deleted scene or something. No. In the, in the, did you guys watch the blooper reel at the end? Uh, I yes.
1: Barely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you got to do it, folks. <laughs> do <And laughs> you. you. There is
2: a, he's outside in this blooper reel nursing uh, his head with like a, a, you know, ice pack or something. And it's just, I don't know how sh- some of that fat could move so quick. Oh, okay. yeah. So, so, so a- it's from this scene. The man. idea is like, yeah, he
1: got into a fight with her, and that's how he loses yeah. his job.
2: Well, yeah. You oh, d- is that right? Yeah,
1: yeah. You would have to excise the 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 image of him having consequences for acting like this in public.
2: But you know, good <laughs> on the movie for realizing ninety minutes, okay. Any totally more fine. than that, any totally more than fine. that, we're 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 in trouble.
1: Yeah, I mean, also again, that producer's like. Yeah, Dan, I love it. I love all this stuff. You beating a woman in a par- in a parking yeah. lot. Now, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be as family friendly as you want this film to be. I also don't like the look of you being like beaten by a woman. I don't want her to have any dominance here. I don't like that.
2: But it was a giant woman. <laughs> hey, cool. I got gold in.
1: Oh, awesome. Hey, cool. She's sucking his dick. <laughs> hey, hey, cool.
2: I get the wild. Well, she's spitting babies out that ain't mine. <laughs> Good. yeah. Hey, cool. I'm in a Jeffrey Chaucer story. I'm
1: cuckolded. I always awesome. tell,
2: if you got a baby on top of another baby <laughs> in your womb, you just might be having twins. Hey, cool. <laughs> I was gonna say you're a yeah. redneck, but that's not no, true. no. <laughs> <laughs> if your two kids are born
1: on the same day you just might be having twins <laughs> wow he's really losing the thread <laughs> is he just saying facts now is that the thing is if that the you joke
2: bringing an umbrella outside it's just my rain later <laughs>
1: away from your body and the motor starts, well, you might just be sitting in a car. <laughs> if you're sitting down to eat food after 6 p.m., you just might be having dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the older stuff, Jeff. This is supper erasure. <laughs> hey, cool. She's rubbing my face in it while he comes. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, cool. I got, a, got one of them absolute power setups where I'm in a, a closet with a two-way mirror.
3: Hey, oh, cool.
1: Oh, man. I love being degraded sexually. <laughs> it's the best. I love it. Uh, but so then we get to... Bill Engvall, who is uniquely bad, it's so oh my god! Like if you ever needed Larry the Cable Guy to look like a superstar, just put him in the scenes with Bill Engvall because he's got charisma and can like he delivers his lines as bad as they are like with panache you know what i mean like some kind of panache energy yes hey panache can i get mustard on that (laughs) see that's a great joke and larry would kill it (laughs) larry would kill that fucking
2: joke introducing bill here is they're trying to give him like an ed o'neill from wayne's world joke where he's talking about yes but he can't do the turn well he cannot do it
1: no and so it's just like Oh, this, it's not like with Ed O'Neill where you're like, wow, this guy's hilariously deranged. You're like, this guy's tiredly deranged.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cause eventually he starts talking about like what his marriage and eventually no divorce and how only the sweet release of murder suicide. Yes. <laughs> which, which is funny concept. Yeah, Sure. And someone, could deliver it, but he can't. I don't think he has the energy to pull off a murder suicide. This the, <laughs> no. the, what he's
1: giving me here. It, it's all downers. Did you notice?
2: though he was running an air conditioner outside. Oh, oh yeah. he might just be one. You yeah, have take that, li- you know, libtards. <laughs> also, the cook the planet till I die.
1: Because <laughs> also the character just has too much stuff going on too. Like, because Larry's just a big, du- and that's the problem too. Is that also physically Billy Elville, Elville is kind of a fat guy so it's kind of this weird thing where like Larry's the fat one it's like if I if everyone was like oh Steve's the fat one on We Hate Movies like I don't know we're all kind of the same you know what I mean like, it's yeah, like- totally. you can't pick a winner here. <laughs> exactly it just sort of doesn't make any sense so like Larry gets all the fat jokes he it's like oh he also is like a, a shit heel slip and fall sue guy yes he's a sue happy kind of scumbag it's a it's like because Larry the thing is just like fat and stupid and yes. no. Bill Engvall's thing is like overly litigious with fucking bitch wife at home, well, played yes. by Lisa Lampinelli, which it should be against nope. the law to give that woman acting roles. Don't, don't yes. do it. Don't ever do it. Oh, it's terrible. Larry has is like has to be the de facto leader here because <laughs> the other two are borderline murderers. May I just posit the de facto leader? <laughs> yeah, de facto, Let us continue. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's a th- like the joke in both cases is like Bill Engvall is very slowly like. I would like to kill my wife and kill myself and then <laughs> mm-hmm. leave this moral coil. Whereas DJ Qualls is like, I'm going to kill everybody. Yeah. That's the
2: joke is I'm alienated from everybody. You could cut him out of the entire movie and it'll be fine. It'll be completely fine. Yep,
1: do anything. No, no. I mean,
2: but also, although he's I, still better than
1: Ingval, yes. Oh, though. of course. Yep. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. If you are if you're drafting a movie here, I, but DJ he Qualls her would be higher up because he's yeah. an actor. He like DJ an Qualls is like the only actor of this trio. Yes. yes. But
2: his his character Everett. Hey, Everett is um he's like a guy that got kicked off the cops. Yes. Lives yes. in a storage unit. Yep. And. Guess what? Storm the, the end. And, yeah, 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 I yes. going to say. It is a direct yes, line to absolutely. Jan 6. But that's the end of the character in the film, and he yes. kind of does nothing no. Just in the movie.
1: General so, sociopath is his whole but thing. But so exactly what we're all describing here with this character was why I was certain that Foxworthy was supposed to be Engval. Because can you imagine Foxworthy doing the stuff that DJ Qualls does in this movie? I, I think early enough he backed away that they're like, We need to they get, get somebody script. else in. Right, oh, what well, yeah. okay. can DJ Qualls do? He's a weird little scrawny dude. So he, yada yada He, he he's would become a fucking professional luchador by the end of the movie. Which oh, sure. doesn't. Mate. Yeah. Well, the, the, because that was definitely at the time that was an ascendancy, right? That lucha was really a huge deal. Sure, I mean, for, it's still huge in Mexico. I mean, but I'm like, likely. could
2: we uh, get some nacho libre for the table? Thank you. <laughs> But, but at, at the, the time, I'll,
1: I'll never see. Oh, really? I never saw it. I, I saw Nacho it. Libre. It's, yeah. Whatever. It's Nacho not so Libre. bad. It was, I was uh like full-time projections at the time that movie sure. came out. I've seen a little bit of it. I wanted to kill myself <sighs> every time I checked the focus on that particular projection. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, I think might even be this the same year. Probably. Mm. 2007. I almost think <sighs> so. It sounds about right. Because like, Really? Yeah, Di- no, Dynamite might have been 2007, actually. No, Dynamite's no. in like 2003. Dynamite's, Dynamite's uh, way earlier. Oh, I don't know. I, I can't I remember think. that. Bill Engvall character detail that I don't want to leave out because it, it it's a throwaway thing, but it makes this character way more disgusting. He says that the reason he can't get divorced oh, yeah. is because Lisa Lampanelli has photos of him fucking <laughs> around with a young girl. Okay.
0: And you know what, that's like, it's a, all
1: presented as a joke. Yeah, that, you know that's, what, continue
2: yeah, it, the joke. Have it be the fucking girl that's breaking up with Larry. Absolutely.
1: Oh, shit. That's something. Anything for just not to be like, it's a joke. Move on. And we got to go. And or like he's cheating on his wife in Mexico, too. You know what I mean? Like maybe that's this character. Like he's a he's a, a he definitely piece is. Of shit, you Definitely. Know I mean? Well, there's there's a moment in the movie where like this beautiful woman comes out and is like oh senior bill we have more tacos and cervezas for you and he's like rot right this way buttercup and i was like he's gonna start fucking this woman Man. And, he, and he's gonna be the dude much like you know fucking american soldiers in vietnam or korea or whatever that like never left and like oh, yeah. just stay there and that's your because there is jokes about like
2: war brides in this movie i feel so bad for the actors of color in this movie and oh, actors absolutely. of color who played uh you know characters on 24 and etc it's just
1: it's Bad. rough, it's Bad rough news everywhere. Nacho Libre is '06, and then yeah, so like, so that's I because that, I knew I was still like in the booth in '06. Yes. Yeah, what and was that
2: guy's name? Jared Hess. Or yes. Something? yes. Good memory. Of- kinda of like a Wes Anderson of comedy. A Mormon you know, right? Wes Anderson. Yes, uh, exactly. <laughs> Wait, Wes Anderson isn't Mormon? <laughs> I do I do not believe. You, if you say you're from Texas, I'm just assuming you're a Mormon or something. I know where they're different. <laughs> what do they got down there? Snake handlers. Hardcore butters? fucking yeah.
1: evangelical Christians. The snake what? handlers.
2: Same fucking shit. Garbage <laughs> cult crap across this country. <laughs>
1: Get your garbage cult crap in our state. Yeah, but the snake handlers don't have the sex sheets and all. They, they're yeah. not soaking. That's true. The
2: snakes are biting my own little snake. But so, and also speaking of weird sex stuff, there's a snake on my dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm talking in tongues. I'm trying to pleasure the snake with mine. Oh, own.
1: man. No, this, our, our porn parody of Toy Story would go very well. Oh, oh yeah, I'm definitely. liking this. Uh, DJ Qualls is
2: living in a storage
1: unit that he's supposed to be he's like the security guard and there's he's like having phone sex i guess is no, the joke he's, or what he's it's a blow up doll wasn't it it's a blow up doll but he's also going to the local like denny's or something and right. flashing people oh that's right yes. cuz the manager of the the storage unit facility is like uh oh yeah by the way be on the lookout there's a dude running around here waving his dick at people and dj like I don't remember what the detail is, but the you samurai
2: immediately- sword. He was also had a samurai yeah. sword, yes, and that's then what he it ki- is. he gently kicks the samurai that's sword further is. into yeah. the storage unit. And yeah.
1: much like the in- invol thing, where like you're supposed to kind of just like forget that he had an affair with this younger yeah. person, that it's not supposed to inform the character at all. Yeah. Similarly, yep. this is not supposed to inform the character at all. It's yes. just supposed to be like, oh, he did a funny thingy. Well, that's the thing. Is it's so much of this movie is that like none of the characters actually have like if Larry was the the big dumb dolt. That that would be one thing. And then Bill is maybe like a schemer, and he's always trying to get money out of people. And uh DJ Qualls is like a sex pervert creep. And like those things keep happening. Yeah. That's how yep. that's a movie. You yeah, yeah. Right yeah. there. Yeah. But here it's just like every they turn to the three stooges like in the worst possible way. And like an undefined three stooges. They should lean yeah.
2: into it if they're gonna do that. Yeah, Absolutely. that's the thing.
1: It's like these kind of dudes disgrace the Stooges in sure. it, like I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, just because, like, for various reasons, I was watching a lot of like Buster Keaton movies, and I was I was thinking the other night, like, man, the Stooges don't get the play that like you know someone like uh, you know Keaton or Chaplin gets, like, which I get, like, obviously. but like, there's a lot there from the Stooges. Like, yeah, I grew up on the Stooges; they're
2: fucking great, and I it's just them.
1: hilarious that like you get these fucking morons, and then we we yeah, then, uh, equate them to it, that because it is the closest thing to it. But it, there's these guys are so bad, it gives the Stooges a bad. They, rap. They but then are, on Iggy Pop when. Solo, it was a totally different situation. <laughs> so that's like almost right, as good yeah. as the Stooges for sure. Yeah. I'm the boss, knucklehead. <laughs>
2: Come to
1: the fun house.
2: When Moe kept on pulling his long hair, I think that was the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. Curly
1: da- dancing like a snake with his shirt off. <laughs> it was
2: crazy. Down on the street where the sonic shine. <laughs> and, you know, growing up watching the Three Stooges, I always wanted to like drive by a construction site and see like, mischief you could get into yeah we'll see like the foreman like poking eyes out of the people <laughs> under him. You know? that's what they're doing like, really yeah. giving it to totally, you,
1: totally dude like whenever my parents had to have a plumber come over to the house i was just waiting for something wacky to start <laughs> happening
2: yeah. well
1: that i mean that really is the key to this is none of these not even dj Quals, are physically capable of being physical comedians yeah no, no. it's no. just like the physical i mean what they consider physical comedy is like saying oh larry's fat Yep, that's his physique, uh-huh. and then that's you watch him comedy. run with a huge rifle in his yeah, hand yeah. or whatever,
2: and it's silly. The, and the stuff.
1: jiggles, the comedy, you understand <laughs> the, the, the jiggling of the belly and the oh, jowls. We got, that's the funny. We
2: got to go to a video podcasting. <laughs> but the weird
1: thing is, and I, maybe I missed it because I I, I, I thought I was paying attention. Do they ever? Set up that they're army reservists, or it just sort of
2: yeah. Well, they go to the weekend.
1: They do, but they don't say like, "Oh, hey, we're army reservists. Let's get in I the think car there's a and sign do the, or something." It, uh, maybe there's a sign, but like there's a parking lot scene where they are buying like groceries, yeah, for, and they say something about like it's reserve weekend or okay. whatever. Yeah. Okay, um, in that part, I mean this—it's insane. All the shilling we're doing for shit, by the way. Larry the Cable Guy, Dan Whitney himself, front and center in this camera frame wearing a goddamn Bass Pro Shops hat, like, right there. And then you have the thing of, like, Bill Engvall saying that he doesn't have to work because he sued Walmart. Oh, oh, yeah. There was a slip and fall. Walmart, yeah. slip and fall. Walmart. <laughs> and you're just like, you fucking whores. Yeah. What we're also shilling for is the Iraq War. Oh, oh yeah. which yeah. is big big pretty time, cool. Man. Big uh, fucking
2: time. Fallujah, funny. That's a funny word. Put it in the movie.
1: They... <laughs> We cut to just some rando uh, army officer. You never see this guy again. It's like, sir, we're doing a surge because of the war in Iraq. We're going to need to activate reserves. And he's like, ooh, I'll have to activate Sergeant Kilgore, who's Keith David. This poor bastard. Right. He he tries to bring it. And he he had... The most laughs in this movie are come from Keith David, for yes, sure, absolutely. So. But like the other half of the time, he's just debasing himself little, big time, and you want to fucking scream because it's Keith David. He's a total legend. He deserves hundred and ten percent better than this. And goddamn it, the professionalism of that man—he is really trying to make this movie happen. There Truly. are exactly two scenes in this where I, if I was Keith David, I if uh, the Eternal Sunshine thing was able to happen. I would get them raced. Oh, both scenes where he's being raped by a man. That and that's was, yeah, first. that was at least one.
2: God Damn. Two,
1: di- guys- Two different, by the way, ladies. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a two-on-one in the first scene, yes. and then it's a one-on-one in the second scene.
2: Wonderful. Did the- you guys read the trivia about Keith David? No. It- Apparently, shortly before the barracks scene, Keith David fell off a seven-foot railing outside the building between shots breaking two ribs what, cracking two vertebrae he went on to film the scene in great pain and then went to the hospital
1: afterwards fucking pro dude yeah Yeah. this movie almost killed keith david fuck this movie he fell off
2: a seven foot you're you're making a fucking shitty movie and you the conditions are so bad that keith david legendary great actor falls seven feet and breaks two ribs and part of his back that's
1: I will, insane. I will say he, most of this movie, like he's great and everything, but he is moving like he's injured. Yes. He's like he's almost finished. the entire movie. Yeah. I mean, do you think it was a thing like, you know, you see this a lot in like movies like Boogie Nights or something where it's like the the fuck flick performer has to like, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Toot a bunch of coke or like yeah. chug a bunch of vodka just to get themselves like in the mind frame to do the scene. Yeah. Do you think Keith David was like, oh fuck, man, I'm doing a goddamn Larry the Cable Guy movie? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like wasted to do the uh, scene, and he accidentally slipped. I'm gonna need a mental fluffer, uh, <laughs> somebody just to talk me into doing this. I do love uh, he he does have some prime fat jokes on Larry the Cable Guy. Calls him <laughs> fat body once or twice. I love yeah, a no. good fat body man. That is pretty funny. Uh, but so yeah, they they go to the the range and they're just like drinking and having a good time. And well, by- also on reserve weekend, man, they got to go to the massage hall, which is Hooters. That is, mm-hmm. this is the third Dude, Walmart, Ugh. Bass Pro Shops, Who Tears, fucking uh-huh. Delta Farce, brought to you by Hooters but, in this yeah, movie. You, you get a double tap of Hooters, because later time. there's a much bigger fucking... <laughs> we'll get into it when we do There's some joke where it's like, oh, no, man, uh, Hooters don't have maternity leave, but she was pregnant, and we still look pretty hot. Oh, man, oh, yeah. By
2: and, now, we've also gotten our first R word out of, I think, four four if you got four r words you might be in larry the cable f- guy. <laughs> the first one is a double
1: yes. yeah yeah it you two it's larry the cable guy like they're, they're just being wacky and then larry the cable guy's like can't believe i gotta spend my whole weekend with these two yeah it is the uh well i got the breakup blues cure spending the weekends with two bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah <great>. fantastic yeah. <laughs> and it's not A breakup necessarily, Larry the Cable Guy. She fucked around on you and dumped your ass at a Golden Corral waiting room. Like, come on, yeah. And it's almost in passing. Like, I mean, back in the day, at least, I would if if the R word is being slung around, it's like a big delivery at the end. This is like kind of just like a mumbled. Like he's just like.
3: Uh, we're going on the weakness. this end. Well,
1: because when you say it 10,000 times in a day, yeah, you deliver right. it like that. Yeah, it it's, you don't one even of f-
2: it's one of them five words I know. Well, I just lo- said them all, and now I got to say that one.
1: <laughs> I just know how to say that and then this card explain.
2: Number, number one is
1: the. The other ones are number one is and that. <laughs>
2: And I learned oh, a new shit. one today, Fallujah.
1: Because <laughs> that's where the insurgents, that's where we're, we're putting the uh-huh. surge into. Because uh, uh, daddy, needs, daddy needs some oil is what's yeah. going on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I time. guess, you know,
2: the premise, I guess if you look at it, it's like, oh, funny enough idea. Larry the Cable Guy fish out of water. But the premise is centered around air brown people look like, don't they?
1: Yep, pretty much. It's like this is the... Uh, Blue collar comedy, fucking Ishtar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's also like the, the where they live looks exactly the same. Yeah. You couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> just, it's just so
2: desert and dope. sand. You know, just like uh, America.
1: Yeah, there is another great uh, Keith David line here before we really get on the mission where he goes uh, to to Larry the Cable Guy. Why didn't I grab a chair and shove it up your ass?
3: Because
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's like he breaks up the party and he's like guys you've been activated now you have to do like a day's worth of boot camp before you can go dude larry the cable guy needs at least six to eight months man yeah he's not he's not ready <laughs> and, and dj he, calls it might be able to send right away uh also like El bill engvall's like 48 years old they would yep. be
2: disqualified yeah, in some regard yeah. I feel
1: like we would reinstate the draft before you ask Larry the Cable Guy and Bill Engvall to get called up, <laughs> or DJ Qualls, who could like be caught up in a gust of wind. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, like it's just too much. And like at this moment, I'm like, oh, so this is going to be like Stripes. I'm going to yes. get a bunch of like kooky characters in here. Yeah. We're just having an ensemble thing, and no. <laughs> it's not that It's Three Amigos Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah With a
2: dash of In the Army Now Yes Which I need to rewatch Much now that better I said movie that. Yes much, much better
1: Much better movie Drop the pin Throw the grenade <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure the politics Of In the Army Now Is much better I'd be honest Oh yeah Probably. You got Laurie Petty Hanging around Well least- what are we doing there though Was that uh, that, but it, it had or- to have been a, a little after. Or was it during? I'm going to Kosovo, buddy. <laughs> oh, Slow but down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Milosevic. <laughs> uh, I'm trying uh, to look it up. Uh, so
1: there is a montage of them doing like stupid training stuff. A lot of Larry the Cable Guy falling in mud, which is pretty sure. great. Uh, we do have, uh, I think, one of the absolute dumbest visual jokes in the movie of like, You see all these dudes, like, firing rifles at a fucking gun range, and then Keith David has a, like, why I oughta, and you see what he gets mad about, and it's Engval and Larry the Cable Guy holding up, like, uh, target practice sheets, but them's deers on it, he had you, we're going hunting, be
2: back! we just want to go hunting <laughs> <laughs> internet ticker ar- in the army now 1994 well, and it, so way later okay but it takes place between a i guess a fictional conflict between Chad and yes. Libya oh. and they are reservists that decide to join water purification because they thought it would get them out of being in the front whatever
1: and it's very important <laughs> Lori yeah. Petty, I don't know why. Like she was always in these movies about waterproof. This Tank Girl, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> it was a cause close to her heart. Well, I guess. She's I right
2: because the fucking there's gonna be no yes. water soon.
1: There is. <laughs> That's that true. is true. But um, so yeah, it's it and it, like one thing I noticed about this movie, you get a lot of Larry Sands hat. You know, just which, which is a rarity. I think you it know? is. Yeah, even totally. in like you know in, in that first Cable Guy movie, he's like sleeping in that hat and stuff. <laughs> like, I think
2: it's a mistake. He's less commanding without yeah. the hat. Exactly, right. you, just like Saddam Hussein. Exactly. <laughs> you need that beret. See that hanging video? Nothing. No energy. Exactly. Totally.
1: Gaddafi, dude, when they shoved that fucking pole up his ass, that fucking hat was nowhere <laughs> to his be hat. found.
2: Oh, so when you're you known hats. for
1: a hat, you should be buried in your hat. Yep, exactly. Legosi exactly. got buried in the cape, dude. Mm-hmm. It's just if you are <laughs> pop culturally or professionally tied to a piece of clothing, you have to be buried in it.
2: Absolutely. Evil,
1: the, evil, Knievel is he dead? If not, when he is, definitely buried in that fucking I think red, white, Knievel and blue. Is well, dead. what
2: they should do with check that and see if he's dead because if not, <laughs> You check they, that you see if he's dead. I think they should put him on a motorcycle and dr- <laughs> dig a big pit just for him. To <laughs> no, have it, have it like drive in, you know, just like put it on and push it and have it fall in. Yeah, he died
1: uh, the same year this movie came out. Oh, oh okay.
2: R.I.P.D. Uh, I saw, I saw that uh, there's an evil Knievel biopic with George Hamilton. Oh yeah, is that it. any good? No, Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's <laughs> is, that, is, is that a
1: new movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it
2: came out uh, five years before you were born. I guess. <laughs>
1: uh i, I got i'm going to call him out because calling out things keith david does in this movie is the only thing that kept me from not turning it off last night uh he goes Where's that other fat turd? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and it just, but it does lead into a Larry fucking toilet joke where he's just like, oh, I just left a fat turd big enough for the Guinness book. Eh, eh. You know what? If that, let's just do it. Let's yes. make a movie about Larry shitting. Yeah. That's, yes. that's like, because like, he talks about it here. And then later, like there's an outhouse joke with the whole thing falls over. <laughs> oh, right. I just want to be like, I can't go to war. I got the green apple splatters. And it's just like him in a bathroom just like really...
3: Oh, man, this is tough.
1: <laughs> That's the thing. I think the other two movies are grosser in general, like the like yeah. shitting, puking, like pissing. All that stuff is more on the table yeah. here. They're almost res-
2: it's almost reserved. Uh, Well, you
1: can't have all the shit stuff because then how are you going to make room for all the racism? No, oh, they sure. should
2: lean into they should do like a jackass thing. Yes, like if I get if I, I would pay money to go to the theater. To see Larry the Cable Guy shot with a paint gun or something. You know? Well, you know, yeah.
1: it's kind of funny, right? Because I was talking about like Buster Keaton. We mentioned the Stooges a little bit. Distill Larry down to the plot of silent comedies, right? Yes. And one of them, it's like in this two-reeler, Larry has to find a bathroom. Yeah, And it's just him running around a town. And yes. like, you know, some shop keeps like, I don't think so. You get out of here, Larry the Cable Guy. You can't shit in my business, you know. That's something. It's all I need, really. I'm Larry the Cable Guy, and this is the disintegrated balls. Wait, what?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, my balls had been disintegrated. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> With hammers? Oh, no. <laughs> I hammered my nutsack. Uh, I'm Larry the Cable Guy, and this is getting cuckolded.
1: Huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> hey, <yeah. laughs> I'm jerking off in the corner. <laughs> I'm Larry the Cable Guy, and this is getting served divorce papers. Wait,
1: what? <laughs> <laughs> again (laughs) how are we making this guy so much better Uh, i mean it's not hard i I would because there's nothing here from him (laughs) he's not even like you're right he is like the most energetic of them all but even he is kind of on low fuel yes. here. Now here's the question, Again, though. Jeff Foxworthy passed.
3: Here. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Jeff you? Foxworthy
1: would rather talk to fifth, talk to adults and ask them fucking high school math questions, mm-hmm. and that's it. Can you locate where the Congo is? That's, yeah, that's much that's, more, you know. <laughs> uh, no, they can't. <laughs> uh, so whatever. We cut to the training's done. We're in a plane. We're you know flying to Iraq. By way of flying over Mexico, I don't know how this For, fucking flight path is working.
2: Fallujah, I'm supposed to be. Oh no, this is Bill Engvall. I'm supposed to be home to mow the grass tomorrow. Yeah, that's the oh, big. Uh, and that's like, uh, and the thing.
1: joke. He keeps calling his wife and Lisa. Not a lot of Lisa Lampanelli, thankfully. Yeah, oh, yeah, not a lot of Lisa Lampanelli and this. It's all like her on the other. Totally, and Lisa Lampanelli as the Peanuts mother. Yeah, exactly. Why do you even need her? Make these noises? You hire a comedian who is famous for her rapid-fire, loud mouth that she has. That's how she's always delivered stuff. You give her, like, one line at the beginning of this movie, and then it's just her muffled yelling over the
2: phone. It's also interesting to have, like, Bill Engvall do the joke of, like, well, I'll be safe for in Iraq. Yeah. Meanwhile... Uh, there's a lot of war dead by now yeah, yeah. it's kind of insensitive mm-hmm. to even yeah totally that, 2007
1: so. dude we've had four years yeah to some, some guy citizens.
2: who just buried his whole family goes <laughs> to the movies and sees this and it's like oh
1: oh larry when they're trying to get out of it though larry does that because you got to do it like at least once so everybody all the seals in the audience go
3: ar, ar, ar.
1: <laughs> he goes navy uh navy seals <laughs> Excellent. He goes something like, Well, far be it for me to interfere with the war on terror. And uh, it's like, yeah, you said the thing. <laughs> <laughs> war on terror. <laughs> and then eventually he he does get a get her done in before I, uh, they get oh, the you're plane. totally right. Yeah, I'm sad that they don't. We, we were talking about this before. I'm sad we didn't get a here's your sign gag. Totally no here's your sign. You do get a Larry the cable guy, and I feel like it was like Dan. You have to stop saying it the way you say it because the line is carpet flyer. <laughs> because he's got some line about, like, oh, Sarge, I can't go to Fallujah. Them carpet flyers don't even use toilet paper. Wow. I did this not catch carpet, yes. carpet flyers. I had yeah. to rewind it and oh, put yes. the subtitles on because I was like, what did that pig say? <sighs> it's it's tough because...
2: How do you expect me to go up against Arabian magic? You got them flying carpets, dropping bombs <laughs> on the, from the carpet, talking to genies.
1: They have a genie. They have the Robin Williams <laughs> genie, the most strongest yeah, genie of was, them all.
2: That was the weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> hey, cool, I found the Cave of Wonders. <laughs> oh, hey, cool,
1: Jafar's going to give me my reward. My eternal reward. <laughs> oh. Yikes.
2: Here's the problem. You, we we could have invaded Iraq so much easier. All you had to do was say, open sesame. <laughs> they have armies of our <laughs> yes.
1: Arabian nights, Like Arabian days. <laughs> Take off all your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, why, why can't I? why am I not seeing more jazzmen? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> this this is kind of in- instructive and interesting to me. Yeah, John, okay, okay. John Anderson of Variety uh, wrote: If three of the Magnificent Seven had been Gober Piled, the result might have looked like Delta Farce. A movie rife with fat, fart, and Fallujah jokes, but with a some uh subcutaneous Wit that has a lot to do with Iraq war fatigue. Iraq war fatigue in 2007. Whoa. Take the Iraq war out of that sentence. Yes. Has a lot to do with fatigue. They are all very fatigued and lazy. That is what's happening here. But that's the thing. I, I guess we were sort of tired of the Iraq war. Uh, too fucking bad, I guess. Yeah, totally. We were yeah. tired of hearing about it. Yeah, we were yeah. tired of it happening because yes. it took another fucking 15 years before it even got close. I mean, it's just incredible, though, because in some other universe, there is some smart satire that came out of criticizing our, the United States, like rah-rah fucking boner for war in the Middle East post 9-11. Somewhere there is a political satire that did it. This movie is yeah. way too fucking dumb to come anywhere close to that. And it's insane that that guy's like kind of hinting that that's what the movie's no, doing. Not, Shut the fuck up. Who, and it, it would who be was interesting. Uh, James, hold on a little. James be, doesn't have a film criticism yeah, job would, anymore, it would, hopefully.
2: It would be interesting if someone like Larry actually did like moved into a satire for yes. the, you know, like in a genuine sense, because he's someone who's always obviously support the troops. Look at the back of my pickup. I got every great racist bumper sticker. <laughs> Someone like that, which is a character he's doing. Yeah. He's right. not actually like that. If he could change that character and do his real satire, it might be for the good of mankind. That
1: would be very, I would be very interested. I will say this, and I've never said this about anything involving Dan Whitney, I would be very interested to see that. Yeah. I would. No, I would be too. Yeah. But the problem is, instead, it just veers towards, you ever fart so hard, your back cracks. Like, that power that, will never be used for good. That's what I hate about that piece, though. It's that dark just, magic. What, what you were saying, Sith what technology. he was writing there, yeah. is it's not ripe with no, fucking no. fart jokes. I wish it was. There's not, There's not. It's like a fart desert out there, man. I would
0: like some more farts. <laughs> Yet more. John f-
1: Anderson is the guy who wrote that, by the way. I don't know what
2: uh, a variety of variety okay um but it turns out it was just a fart oasis <laughs> it's a mirage actually so they're on the
1: plane uh jesse bono ventura is spitting uh a tar- a spitting chew at them you know? hey i'm a slack child so and so <laughs> hey cool i like the way that got dogs dude and you can tell man it is like uh a cartoon character smashing another one over the head with a sledgehammer how hard this movie dates itself when DJ Qualls makes a fucking Chuck Norris joke on the mm-hmm. plane. Oh, yeah. Woo-wee. I wasn't expecting it. was like getting slapped in the yeah, face. That's a hit to the kidneys right yeah, there. Yeah, just, oh, man, I got, I got a fun gift book full of those, dude. <laughs> Do you really? No, but my, oh. my friend did, and I was like, Yikes. Oh, man, yeah, See, that's when book burning is appropriate. <laughs> yeah. the, the sadly numerous Chuck Norris books out there There's also something where Keith David confirms that don't ask, don't tell is still definitely in effect. It's funny. I I kind of wish uh, Chuck Norris showed up at the end of this movie. Like maybe he saves everybody. Something couldn't afford him. Oh, do you hear uh, this is the Delta force? What about me? The Delta force. Hi, Larry. I'm going to kick Danny Trejo in the throat. (laughs) <laughs> goodbye everybody goodbye America it's, it's, still more energy than yeah. Bill Ingvall <laughs> fucking stunning that dude has made more than one movie mm. by it the way is
2: stunning. internet ticker John Anderson is still reviewing movies I don't know what <sighs> these certain publications are but apparently he's written for Variety but not for the last six years on, on this thing on Rotten Tomatoes it says he's written for New York Times, Newsday, Los Angeles Times Washington Post, Baltimore Sun Christian Science Monitor, uh-huh. Time Magazine Wall Street Journal, wow. Village Voice American Magazine, and something called Thompson on Hollywood. He is in the New York... Oh, that's cri- Ann
1: Thompson. Yeah, yeah, uh,
2: He's yeah. in the New York Film critic Circle, so...
1: Which is fine. He, j- you know, nothing against the guy, but just get it wrong on Delta Farce. That's all. Which, you know, who could care?
2: So we're giving a, a Rotten Tomato to your review.
1: Yes, sir. We're dragging you, sir. <laughs> so they're on this long flight. And it's like, you know, again, like we're cartoon characters like, how, oh, man, I'm so tired. Let's all huddle in this Jeep and get a good night's uh, sleep. <laughs> and so they hit some Huey bad weather. Dewey, and Louie get inside. <laughs> yes, yeah. totally do. They all put on their little, like, Donald Duck fucking sleeping and, gowns. And then fucking... Di- <sighs> larry farts and the fucking thing opens
2: Uh-oh. i farted our way out of the plane well they hit some
1: bad weather and the plane uh pilot is played by joel mckinnon miller who i think is fucking hysterical he was on brooklyn 99 and mm. a thousand other things he's had the same exact haircut for 50 years yep. god respect that shit uh so he's like oh man the bad weather is something something we should drop some of the cargo And here we go. We're letting this Jeep out. So these guys get tossed out the back of the standard procedure. (laughs) I don't. I I hit
2: turbulence. I'm flying munitions to Iraq. Better just dump it all out.
1: Well, I mean, like we lost so much money in that war that it just makes sense. Like, oh, just dump it. I don't know. (laughs) Look, we'll come back for it. Don't worry. Well, when we're coming back this way, we'll drop down, get it. I mean, it is weird because there's some shades of like actual criticism because the co-pilot is like, you just fucking dumped all this so what the hell are we gonna do and you know Joel mckinnon miller is like oh well you'll just fill out some paperwork and it's the american government's problem and i'm like okay i mean yeah that's a joke totally not for delta farce that's a completely yeah, yeah. different movie accurate criticism but um keith david gets like uh they're on the, the truck and it, it as it goes out but keith david's like leg gets caught in a, a wire or something and goes out solo he should be dead right oh, yes. like yeah. oh it'd be kind of yeah, cool yeah, if you yeah. just If he's just a fucking skeleton. Yeah, totally. But he is dragged down with them, and it's, like, the next morning. Stunning that the three of them, like, fell asleep so hard that, Mm -hmm. like, they parachute down in the Humvee or whatever and then wake up like, "Eh, well, I guess we're in Iraq. Let's get out of the
2: Jeep. Here it is, the jewel of the Middle East, in (laughs) Makiko City.
1: (laughs) 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 And We had a Don't Ask, Don't Tell Joe here when... Yeah, DJ Qualls and Bill Engvall are like uh, Cuddled up together sleeping and he's like What in the name of Siegfried and Roy Are you two Uh, dude Siegfried and Roy jokes in 2007 Uh. It's because the dads remember Siegfried and Roy's was gay Mm Yep yep (laughs) (laughs) Oh nailed him him. Get him Get him And, he's, and then uh, I think Bill Angle's like, don't ask And then DJ Qualls like, don't tell Which is I thought of the fact that how fucking horrible For DJ Qualls, again, one of the only real Actors in this movie, and a dude Who years later came out as gay Oh, did he really? Yeah. Yes, oh, he's, oh, yeah. he's, he's A gay man. In the,
2: by the way, in the blooper reel He says something yes. like, my last movie Was nominated for two Academy Awards <laughs>
1: yes. That kind it's, of rule. It was
2: a hustle and flow. Yes, yes, yeah. no. Oh, I forgot he's in the hustle. That's yeah. right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, the poor bastard. But yeah, I heard that and I was like, oh, man. Yeah. No. no. Sorry, DJ. Uh, I'm sure that was a really supportive set. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, did you notice too here when Larry like gets out of the Jeep and he's like, ah, yes, to be in Iraq. Wait, Iraq! And the score changes yes. yeah. immediately oh. and it's just like, like the same music you hear and to Casablanca! Yeah. Like it's, and you're like, oh, man. Like you hear the little, like, yeah. you know, recorder yeah. flute thing going. It's so much worse than that. It's like when <laughs> South Park, when Osama Bin Laden comes on the, uh, yes. uh, the screen in fucking South Park. He's still making cameos in that uh, contemporary and urgent show? <laughs> I don't know if he is. I mean, like, I just remember him at the yeah. time. Yes, yeah, they so did they yeah. do that. Stunning he stuff. Was that very,
2: fucking thing Osama himself, Bin yeah. Laden was very funny, yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know what he's up to these days, but... <laughs> At least when his appearances on uh, South Park and like on the Tonight Show, when he would show up, oh totally. totally, he's fun.
1: appearing at the Zanies at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think, think that's he's a, a little in over appearance. his head now. <laughs> Maybe he's Q
2: Oh, oh he That back. would rule
1: See so that will keep that fire burning for another five years Yeah But <laughs> so like they realize that ke- They bury Keith David alive here Which is kind of fun
2: Oh my god he <sighs> is Q because it's Al Qaeda With a ke- mm-hmm, Q mm-hmm. With a the Q they were telling us the whole time <laughs> He's the Q Dude the fucking
1: Burying alive of Keith David Like <laughs> one why uh, why two how does he not wake up three how is he not dead at that yes, point exactly. he, he rises from the grave later in the movie because of course he's not going to be dead but like i don't know man i feel like that's not working I, I feel like they wrote it as he would die here and then they're like oh wait the rest of the movie happens we should get somebody <laughs> else in here <laughs> yeah. so they write him back in as a zombie well, right guess. but <laughs> then
2: we of course it, it, earlier before he comes back we have dj qualls pissing in canteens yes so that it's like we're gonna have to do this if we run out of water we should preserve our urine or whatever we're in dune and moisture matters
3: (sighs) oh
1: hey guys hang on a second before the movie continues i'm gonna take a piss in this thing so we leave it here so the only black actor in the movie can drink my urine later and
2: and wash his face with it and (sighs) then scream because it's terrible very bad urine this
1: but this is the so now we're gonna set out we gotta like uh, like armor up this Humvee because we're going to go I guess into town or whatever and this is where we get Larry massive machine gun thing yeah. turns towards the camera get her dead. and Ugh. I'm sure the audience the nine people in the audience uh-huh. the nine dads in the audience like, fuck yeah Larry fuck yeah <laughs> hey Phil is that you down there yeah
2: What well, is fucking funny yeah it <laughs> they is. were clapping and they were clapping their two teeth together
1: somehow <laughs> And as they drive away, they drive over a sign that they have not seen because the Humvee landed right on it that says Mexico City, 500 kilometers. And they they stop. And this is the most racist part of the movie. And I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, here's the thing. It's like, if the joke is, and I'm sure if you ask people associated with this with me, like, oh no, these guys are just so ignorant, they don't know the difference between right. Iraqis and Mexicans.
2: They'll it's argue the joke. they're the joke. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The
1: joke is on them. They're just such so blundering, stupid idiots. But they stop at this uh, roadside. There's a picture of a guy who looks just a Mexican guy, yeah, like with a, with a, a big with a mustache, big mustache, like whatever. Uh, so not a sombrero on his head. I keep forgetting. Like it's like God, I don't. Think no, so. I don't. But think so. but, but, think so. but like you know, you would, maybe you, a hat of some kind. He does have some hat. Again. You should be <laughs>
2: buried in a hat.
1: Yeah. You would, <laughs> you would say, oh, it's just a Mexican, guy, some like cartoon Mexican guy. They stop and then like Larry's like, there he is. Shadam who shade, and it's like okay, that's that's whatever. And then like, uh, and then and then of course I used to be like, that looks like that guy Raji down at the Circle K. He's a he's a dot dot Indian, not a tomahawk Indian. And I mean, again, mm. hey, Phil, that's fucking funny, dude. Man, this is probably, and I say this with zero hyperbole, the best movie I have seen <laughs> in my entire life. You know, I'm always making that mistake, too. All the time. <laughs> Every day I do that. And that's- all of the, all the uh, Peter Sarsgaard's character from fucking Boys Don't Cry is fucking <laughs> cackling somewhere.
2: Maybe I mean, maybe that's why Foxworthy backed away as well, because not only con. You know, schedule conflicts, yes. but like, I'm back on Fox after yes. all this time. Mm-hmm. I'm well, not going to risk it yep. for your fucking A weird, just jo- movie, your racist joke.
1: Well, that was the thing always with Foxworthy is he was the most family friendly of that yes. bunch. Yep. Nice, yeah. guy. Fam- family- Martin, Mr. Fam-
2: family-friendly comedian, an inspiration to us all.
1: Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but and like, and we just spend so much time looking at this and assessing who it could be and why and the butcher you're a bag dad. and then dj <laughs> dj calls like oh that looks like Raji." like everybody knows and it's like fuck off this movie man it's just insane. fuck off it's totally insane uh and they thought about that gag by the way yeah, there was oh, there was a lot f- of thought put into this gag going yep. hopping from each one of these characters to make this fucking <laughs> this fucking God damn. So they they <laughs> they wind up, uh, they see a couple guys with a donkey and DJ oh. Qualls tries to, is like, I'm, you know, DJ Qualls is, if he has a characteristic, he's the most gung-ho military. He's like a murder, a serial killer He wants to kill people. Oh, I, I mean, yeah. th- this is the dude that's like, you know, they become local cops everywhere, yeah. mm-hmm. which is like, I played Call of Duty, you know, consecutively for the last like six years of my life, every single fucking day. I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know? Just put and, me
3: in
2: there, coach. And Prince, this is exactly yeah. what
1: it is. He's like, you know, I, when are we going to get in the shit? And he sees these dudes. He pulls out this huge fucking and gun. And starts he also screaming.
2: asks if they're turds or shitites
1: Yeah. Oh. Instead
2: of turds yeah. or Shiites. And then like uh-huh.
1: Bill Engvall, who's the smart one. I speak, Actually, it's Kurds or Shiites, yeah. Yeah. which like would have been fine if shut they left up
2: it. MSNBC.
1: <laughs> if they left it at that, right? Like that's the only time we're gonna do that. But then we're just saying fucking turds and tights later anyway, mm-hmm. without the engvalian correction. The problem
2: with MSNBC is it's Ms. NBC. You, know what I'm
1: <laughs> you can tell it's Ms. NBC because she's
2: got a bow on her head. I would absolutely write for Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, so do definitely. For, drop a line if you, this makes it to you. (laughs)
1: when his new Newsmax special
2: comes out I will happily write on a show for Newsmax
1: after that weird like he like plugged Trump on Fox News like that was kind of the last time you saw Larry the cable guy in public like I'm sure he's he's
2: just living off his riches, right?
1: yeah. I would hope so. Yeah, totally. Maybe like considering this like turn towards being a more critique of that persona, but probably not. He's
2: got a huge compound in his the llama Never bag. Slim
1: Ranch down there, <laughs> dude. There is a Neverland Ranch, Joe. Oh, joke. Yes, yes, here. that yes. is pretty great. The Never a, Slim Ranch. Can we just wait? Hang on a second. Just let that sit. Never <laughs> the Slim. Never Slim. I like That's it. fucking. Great. I I <laughs> heard Eric's laugh from my house <laughs> when that fucking out. <laughs> Because the joke is something, something. Oh, man, I'm more nervous at a Cubs cat at the Neverland Ranch. Yeah. There it is. Exact to the letters. Yeah. To you yeah. well. just, uh-huh. <laughs> Do it in the mirror this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Qualls is like, I, where are I going to shoot a motherfucker? And he fires at these two guys. Yes. And, like, hits this mule or whatever, and the mule fucking falls over, and the three of them, like, run up to these two Mexican dudes, like, with these rifles in their fucking face. And here's where the movie just falls apart. And, I mean, obviously the movie eventually has to, like, they have to get over the premise at some point because it doesn't make it, it, it cannot hold water. But, like, the idea, as dumb as somebody might be, if you're an American and you don't know... What Mexican people look like, what endorsed. the Spanish language sounds like. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. you would you you have to know what it is. Even if you're the most racist motherfucker in the world, you have encountered Spanish and people. You
2: live in the southern United and States, precisely. Totally. Like yeah, what? Are you,
1: like what? Like you? Ha- Here's the thing. Of course, you would recognize Spanish immediately. You would recognize Mexican culture yes, immediately, you, you, if only because. That's all shit that makes you see red. Exactly. Right? You
2: know, you're, we're avoiding like, other jokes that could have been where's their beekeeper suits these mm-hmm. ladies are dressed like sh- uh, señoritas exactly. oh
1: yeah we, there's there's a burka's it's like don't get your burka shit twisted oh, twist or fuck, something i like, missed
2: it dude there
1: yeah. he says it to somebody because this
2: is... folks at home if you watch this movie you have to have a lot of substances around
1: yeah it's totally crazy. i was like i was rolling a joint while vaping watching. but these guys <laughs> are just speaking spanish to them they're just speaking spanish like, oh shut up with your your little language there i don't want to hear it oh, are are you a Republican guard? Are you out And then it's like, and this is what they keep doing through a lot of the movie. And this is why like it ultimately, I mean, it wasn't before, but when they start doing this, it's definitely, you are not a critique of any of this because they start using the bullshit of like, we're here to liberate your people yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and it's like oh my fucking god mm-hmm. the, you you that when they turn down that avenue then you're like I know exactly who this because well, this movie is never going criti- to criticize the military obviously no no no. you no, can't no, do that no, so no, then no, no. also why make it no, but like well, yeah, literally exactly. the extent of it is bureaucratic like the fucking joke about the paperwork yes. like their problem with the government under Bush was that it was still bureaucratic not is that it? we were fucking Iraq up all the time mhm you got to get in there and fucking put our boot. Put a boot in their ass. Yeah. We got to do that. We just can't uh, uh, put any record of that. We don't want no records of it. Show us how to get to Bazlamabad. That's another fucking dumb thing. Show, show us how to get to Bazlerman land. <laughs> hey, I love Moulin Rouge. Can't wait to go to Australia.
2: Honestly, better movie if they got airdropped into Australia and they're like, they're speaking funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then some fucking kind Australian person murders them. Yeah, that'd be cool. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh they got
2: kangaroos in Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, the Iraqis are just flying the kangaroo army. Oh, hey, cool, I got hit with an Iraqi boomerang. I,
1: I've been lied to
2: my entire life. Foster, this is an Iraqi bear. Bill well I want you to meet my new bride, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having sex with a raccoon. Wait, not, not a raccoon. Wait, no, with a, <laughs> a with kangaroo. A, a kangaroo. He, I, get, well, I got a menage <laughs> a trois.
1: Hey, cool! I got a marsupial fetish.
2: It's called double room.
1: Oh no, that that kangaroo's pregnant with somebody else's baby. I got uh, cooked by kangaroo. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Oh my God, Bill, you got here. This Mel Gibson is from Iraq.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's a It's the, one of the biggest actors to come from. Would you look at this? I think my dick's got fleas. <laughs>
1: oh my fucking god this donkey wakes up to which dj qualls responds iraq it's the land of miracles which like i don't even know what that joke is supposed to be and here's another part of this movie that needs i mean i I don't remember three amigos it's been forever um Mm -hmm. is there a body count because like here
2: i think there is is.
1: here there needs to be and there isn't like the, the donkey doesn't die Uh, Keith David doesn't die. At the end of the movie, where everyone's shooting everything, nobody dies. No. Even Danny Trejo, which we haven't gotten to yet, is like punched in the face. Steve, to be fair, it's because nobody dies in wars. (laughs) That's a really good point. Yeah. That's the thing is as soon as you see bodies all over the place, then people in the audience start thinking like, oh, fuck, that's also happening in real time because we're doing that.
2: Mm -hmm. I mean, and this is very much three amigos with the setup where we have to go save this village that's under threat by this like regional warlord or whatever. But that's such a, and I haven't seen it in a while, and it's not perfect, but that's such a better comedy than this.
1: Well, because you've right. got Steve Martin, fucking yes. Martin Short, and Chevy fucking but, Chase. And, and
2: they're, they're fish out a water shtick of them yeah. wearing these fancy outfits from their movie career At, down Oh, in the that's what world. I was going to
1: ask, because it's been a while. They're, they're like movie stars. Yeah. That's the okay. other thing. Is yeah. that you can make fun of Hollywood a little bit, and for some reason, they're like, no, we can't do that in the Larry the Cable Guy movie. Because if you're making fun of those dudes in this movie, you are making fun of a large swath of the american population and yeah. they are not prepared because well, the whole point is no the whole point is to get guy quote-unquote guys who are like that to go see the movie yeah. Which you're is not crazy. because and that's the
2: point it's the point we should be striving for as americans is to put the oppressive heel of the government on the necks of those guys those guys are dangerous <laughs>
3: mm-hmm, they, they and are. I'm, Absolutely. I'm,
2: being sincere i'm advocating for the you know the empire that is the united states to come down hard
1: Domestic terrorism is yeah. the, the 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 most dangerous threat to this country. Right Absolutely, now. I mean the problem is like in this movie, everything is one note. Like mm-hmm. you, once you the setup is here, we're just constantly, oh my god, they're confused. They still think they're in Iraq. Yes, yes, unbelievable that they think like that's why I think witless Protection and Health Inspector are much better is because they actually buy into the comedy thing of like. It is a little skittish. Like, you, yeah. you, each its scene is a scene, and, and like that's and, it. Get you and, a little
2: skittish in this movie.
1: But at least in <laughs> Witless Protection and uh, the other one in there, Cable Guy, like, it's Larry the Cable Guy being put into situations with like actors who are playing off him like thomas f wilson yeah. like whomever God bless him. Uh, like like even jenny, jenny McCarthy. McCarthy. Joe, mccarthy joey pants who uh, was, was in the, was that movie um Yafik koto's in uh witless protection yeah. well. yes. yep and like and, and keith david's in this but like keith david is gone for large swaths of this movie, he doesn't thanks. meet back with them until much later and we, so we use it's not, him like, for so the butt of
2: rape jokes yes so
1: yeah. then it's just that the, these three like just fucking around you know what I mean like totally like when we're not making racist jokes the only other thing the movie is doing is doing things like Larry's got the lens cap on the binoculars (laughs) two tattoos they got tacos in Uh, Iraq how about the one part where
2: they're eating um they're eating like the freeze-dried food or whatever and Larry's like Uh, oh do you you got beef stew you want to trade take my spaghetti and meatball or whatever and then Billingville eventually does trade and it's just like, what's this? Oh, yeah, I needed a spitting bag for all my chewing tobacco.
1: But don't worry, dude. Bill doesn't it. doesn't take a bite of it. He leaves it for the black man to eat the <laughs> yes, yet again. chew shit after he's showered and pissed. <laughs> oh man yeah oh, honestly man. i'd rather be pissed on than be in this movie like you know what totally. i mean Like just, yeah that mm. just takes an hour or something you take a shower afterwards you're good to go I, uh, yeah being allowed to <laughs> if i'm setting it up and somebody's actually pissing on me that's great but a, a canteen full of piss just, oh yeah well, that's, that sucks you, yeah. i would appreciate to know who's pissing yeah, exactly. i would like
2: animated. to see the wiener <laughs> or you know other spot
1: give me the full show is what i'm saying <laughs> So they think they're in Islamabad and then I don't remember what the gag is because someone says something that sounds to Larry like feta cheese and he's like, oh, I can't eat that Greek food. It goes right through me. It's been 10 minutes since there was a diarrhea joke. And uh, so like they're going to go into town and fuck shit up. And uh, DJ Qualls puts on Ride of the Valkyries as a thing. But no, not these two. No. Put on the Dukes of Hazard theme. Well, no, it's East Eastbound. and yeah. down. loaded right. up and trucking. We're going yeah. to do what they say can't be done. Like Great song. Way better song, first of all, than Ride of the Valkyries, for sure. Got a but long way to go. And a short time to there. get there. Look out. Watch old band run.
0: Fantastic
1: song. song. Although Valkyries is probably more accurate for what these kind of people are.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. I
1: They should have done Booting Your Ass, man. We'll boot a boot your, <laughs> yeah, your yeah, ass. Yeah, you're totally right, is that Steve. Toby
2: Keith. That yep. is Toby
1: Keith. I'm which, a big piece of shit. Which was always unfortunate when that tune came out because, man, I love this bar. I when, love this bar. when it is like quarter to twelve and you are ponied up to the bar and everybody's kind of clearing out. You're just nursing that one last beer and. Mm, I love see, this bar. bar, you will feel so I great I
2: love Nazi Germany <laughs> yeah, See, then he went
1: and ruined that song for me <laughs> That's the thing, that should have been the last thing that John Prine, before he left us, he should have done a cover of I Love This Bar so nobody had to listen to Toby oh, Keith God <laughs> damn it, you're right, fuck you, COVID <laughs> You robbed us of the John Prine I yes. Love This Bar I love this bar <laughs> We'll put, hey, you know what? We're going to put a boot in your ass. I don't care how many 20s of years it takes to do it and how many billions of dollars and thousands of lives on both sides. We're putting a boot in somebody's ass, baby. And the size of that boot is completely subjective. And the force of which the boot is being kicked is also... Completely subjective, but yeah, we're going to do that Oh yeah, we are just kicking the shit out of something somewhere And I'll never ever see it We're just kicking the shit out I just wake up jerking off to yeah. somebody kicking the shit out of something You else.
2: know what I love? I Not only do I love this bar, I love seeing coffins come home
1: mm. Hello, No, boys. I won't put a mask on, you fucking tyrant But we will kick ass putting a boot in your ass red white and blue boot uh, now i can't have colors on my boots then them's gays boots and we have it- uh toby keith's new uh, uh pro sanctions ukraine russia <laughs> song let's all die together well no, did you see uh madison cawthorn uh on, no. on the floor of the house literally and that's why this song's in my head uh is was like uh and as we as we say uh as toby keith once said uh Let's put a boot in their ass, or uh, uh, Like, cause like uh, trying to get, trying to get the. Wait uh,
2: for like kicking out Ukrainians from Ukraine. Is that no, a, no, 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 no. Just, go,
1: like, just go and Russia start shooting. Oh, oh sure, yeah. Just go and Russia rush and start
2: shooting. It's very interesting how Trump himself is against. Yeah ukraine and all the supporters are against russia now yeah i don't know i guess i I haven't been on facebook in a while so i don't know (laughs) what's going on there oh
1: that's the that's the pipeline desantis will rise (laughs) oh Oh, man see now
2: now now, folks at home that aren't in the united states now you see what we have to contend with but your place is shit too (laughs) Uh, but
1: so whatever (laughs) they go in and they start shooting all this stuff And Larry just uh, arrests a guy, kind of the thing. Yeah, there's like there, yeah, much like Three Amigos. There's like a group of bandits like terrorizing this town. They go in, firing this fucking like machine gun from the top of this you know SUV or whatever. But it doesn't full, do anything. It's full of fun bullets. It doesn't yep. go. It doesn't yep. go anywhere. It doesn't kill anybody. Bullets are just kind of silly. Yeah, Everyone you know I mean? runs out the village, like you know, except for the Larry does capture a guy, but he's like off screen doing that. You see DJ Qualls. He's like, I am your king. Bow down before me. Yeah. And then he does like what I can only describe as the Xena yell. yeah, yeah. Uh, And yeah, you're yeah. just like, man, around you here this- were in Road Trip. <laughs> <laughs> as far as this movie is concerned, every bullet that's fired is like the Roger uh, Rabbit cart, uh, bullets. Yes, exactly. Each of them
2: have a little voice. They're very friendly.
1: They're all talking like Larry the Cable Guy.
2: Yee-haw! I think around here, Larry even has a line like, this Iraq a rat place almost as dangerous as Detroit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's there's something like that, but it's a, it's a weird, no, it's a weird Detroit's like the, the next part because it's Uh. like, this place is more dangerous than blah, blah, blah. And then it's like B, B, or Detroit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> That's
1: a little bit of domestic policy for you people. you you've got a little too much foreign Guess policy. Guess the problem
2: I have with Detroit. <laughs>
1: hey, look around the audience and tell me who's not there and who might be in Detroit. <laughs> That's right. I hate car jobs. I famously am against the Detroit Lions football club. Yeah. That's what I meant by Let's that. Let's
2: say it's there.
1: <laughs> so they get treated to a Big meal and like again. This guy, uh what this guy comes up to Larry. Thanks him so much. He's like, why do you speak good English? He's like, well, yeah, I speak. You know, uh, we're very. Our countries are very close. He's like, get this guy a map over here. And I'm <laughs> totally. like, can
2: we fucking stop? <laughs> They're serving camel ash tacos. The, ju- the tacos. Uh-huh. Yeah, camel ass tacos. Camel ass The ash. Is ash.
1: Uh-huh. It's like we can't even leave it. I mean, it's bad either way, but we can't even leave it. It's just camel meat tacos. Yes. It's got to be they are specifically eating the fucking asshole tubes out of camel. Uh-huh. I'll tell you, I would eat a camel ass taco. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. I'll try any food once. Put some ranchero Man. sauce on there. Shred that shit get... up. I'd love that. Mm-hmm. There is some, there's a lot of these, and they continue until they find out it's Mexico. But one I wrote down was, all right, Ahmed. Don't get your burqa in the wad. There That's there what I go. heard. Yes. Yeah, and
2: th- this whole like camel sequence is when the mayor is introduced, and he's introduced as Mayor Garcia, and he's still thinking it's Iraq, dude. And you then know is- people named Garcia. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. There is a thing. Uh, I think it's because you. Uh, I think got us here, Steve. Just about. This this scene um with the get it get in yeah, the map part yeah. because the guy he's like, Oh my god, you speak English what and the guy's like, Yeah, well we're very close. And Larry's like, Yes, it turns out ideologically we are as close as blah blah blah. And he's like the guy's like, uh, yes, but I also meant we are literally close. Yeah. Somebody get this guy a map. Stop. Stop trying to ruin the movie.
3: Anyway, I don't, <laughs> don't know where we are. <laughs>
1: i You're gonna fuck this whole movie <laughs> you know I cannot know movies. where the fuck I am I, I, God damn it <clears throat> It's the whole fucking point It is the whole <laughs> fucking point What are you doing And Do I have to do that La 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 la, la thing and- I put fucking earmuffs on If you're gonna ruin the plot of the movie and at this point, somebody calls him Gringo, and that's what does it. Well, you know, I mean, like no, but they're drinking like Modelo, they're drinking beers and stuff, and There's like tequila in this movie too. It's just, and he meets a sexy lady because that's the the. Biggest question mark of the Larry the Cable Guy filmography on the whole women being attracted to him and this lady Maria, played by Marisol Nichols from uh, Riverdale, among yeah. other things. I, I
2: guarantee you, Larry contextualizes like the movie's kind of progressive. I even want to step stupid one of them. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> we, we just did uh Simone, yes.
2: The technology
1: considered In that is made for characters like this yeah. Like where it's just like You're not supposed to care about This person at all you're supposed to Find them attractive and then wait for Larry To kiss him with the fucking fat lips <laughs> That's what you're Me, supposed to do
2: around here I think DJ Qualls like kidnap someone It's and- the dude that
1: Larry arrested and they uh, Tell DJ yeah. Qualls to go like watch him And he's interrogating Beware him where the
2: WMDs, Republican guard or Al Qaeda or whatever but also so he's wearing his sniper gear. Yeah. And when Larry sees this, oh, he, yeah, because he brought it from home, it's mm-hmm. not even in government. Yeah, he says, You look like a R word Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Yeah. You look like Lumpy from the holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chewbacca's father. Look at that black chrysanthemum you look <laughs> like. Him. You
1: look like a Snuffleupagus,
2: except for with a
1: gay slur in it. <laughs>
2: You look so stupid they wouldn't let you on the Book of Boba Fett. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm
1: a huge Star Wars fan. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, yeah, Qualls is yelling about like, where are the weapons of mass destruction? And this dude, the dude hilariously, because again, it's just another fucking Mexican dude that speaks fluent English and he's like, oh my God, this fucking moron, you think you're in Iraq right now? The dude starts laughing at him. It's kind of the best part of the movie. But you're right. The thing with Larry, though, is like, Larry comes to the interrogation. We have the fucking horrible Chewbacca line. Larry then says something to this uh, dude. The dude calls him gringo. And Larry goes, gringo, that's what you say when you're in her. And we do the fucking like Hitchcock camera forward zoom yeah. out move.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, no, it's worse than Iraq.
1: <laughs> I, I, I do want a Homer Simpson moment of gringo. Or we're Chewbacca gringo. Or <laughs> we're Chewbacca gringo. And then it's like a clip of Bill Engvall drinking a Modelo, and that's when he goes out and he sees her. He looks around and he realizes all of the benchmarks, like the Virgin Mary, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And, and oh this no,
2: is- we invaded Mexico and we're AWOL. That means we're gonna go to prison, and prisons full of chubby chasers. I'm getting prison rape. Think about it. <laughs> They do. They
1: go above and beyond to fit in extra rape juxtaposition. They, I mean, like, that's really the do. crazy.
2: So here, the first
1: one of those, yeah, we is, did skip over. It, which yes. is the one to cut? I mean, I, I mean, I would cut all if I'm if I'm all like if I'm the studio exec. I'm like, uh, I I know we need this for some reason, but like, because la- later on there's a character who is like a gay character who's like in love with everybody and he wants Ugh. to give everyone kisses, and that's so Ugh. scary and and creepy that's your character and that's whatever and i I mean i would again excise it but then you can't have this rape joke in the beginning you know what i mean like because uh keith david uh is walking on the road he's trying to hitchhike and these two mexican guys pick him up and they're like hey why don't you come with us we'll give you a ride and what they say though to set that up which is like this is weird because they're speaking in spanish in front of keith david what they say is because the guy's like what should we do with them and the other guy says why don't we take him back to our hideout and do what we always do? And that's where the scene cuts it yes. first. And then the Pulp Fiction gimp music starts playing. <laughs> I mean, dude, it is kind of the same thing of like a black yeah. man is just it, being raped in this Keith movie. Keith David like, what es- the fuck?
2: escapes wearing like red lingerie. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's
1: like a nighty, and he's got makeup on and he th- he like beats these guys up and whatever. That was the scene I decided didn't happen. <laughs> after i watched it i was like that didn't i'm not nope that's gone dude you were like me with adventures of pinocchio you yeah, were like to. did something did the weed go bad it has to go out it has to leave it just and i mean like that's your joke and whatever and then like that has to be it then you've done your gay rape joke and it's it you know what i mean unless this is a movie where that's all you talk about which it kind of is sadly <laughs> you're obsessed yeah. with it they're fucking obsessed with it because I thought this was, uh, first of all, pardon me, I thought this was a racist movie, not a homophobic movie. Yeah. Hey, it's both. Yeah. <laughs> Throw s- slow a, th- a slathering of Islamophobia I think that, on there.
2: The Venn diagram of people who are racist... And people who are yeah. homophobic is just a purple we, circle. We
1: got what you call a two for one deal here. It's like the golden corral of shit you don't want to hear about. <laughs>
2: well, it's something for you, the racist and something for I don't know J.K. Rowling. Yep. Here's the homophobia fountain. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. Your fucking uh, Venn diagram joke just made me think about like, imagine a Ku Klux Klan guy taking off the hood and being yeah. like, you know what, guys, love is love. <laughs> it just will never happen. It exactly. Right. He also would hate that. Yeah. <laughs> he has one of those signs out in front of his house, like in this house we believe in science, we believe love is love, and like the one racist one he has crossed out. Like it's it's all those.
2: Well, yeah,
1: it, 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 it's everything. Black Lives Matter is like crossed, crossed out. Like everything else, everything else I totally agree with. We believe. No, we he be- puts
2: all lives matter. Over it. We believe in science. Yeah, race science. Come on. <laughs>
1: We uh, believe in phrenology in this house. <laughs> and then at this point in the movie, the movie needs to move on. And we have a villain, which is Danny Trejo, poor old Pearl, Danny Trejo. Uh, has, another
2: sad, uh, sad seriously. moment. And, yeah. and he's,
1: he again, doing his best. He's bringing it. He's yeah. fucking bringing it in this movie. As
2: Carlos Santana, not the musician. Get ready for 50 jokes of that. <laughs> yeah. Man, oh that man. That is so tired.
1: It's so, so bad. Uh, and he, but he's like just such a wacky, uh, warlord, because they just cut to him and his gang, and he finds out that one of them got captured, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm not gonna kill you. You know, Hector is gonna kill you. Whomever else is gonna kill you." Mm. And then it's like, now bring out. It's like instead of bring out the Rancor it's like bring out the Jeff Dunham Yes, this line <laughs> that they. <Yeah.
2: laughs> because <laughs> what's funny about this not and it's not funny is they they kidnapped someone from a, a performer i think yeah. they give him a different name kevin or something like from that. a cancun hotel the amazing Ken, excuse so me I just, the amazing uh, right. ken was in cancun which is to play to white people who visit cancun yes yes why would you kidnap this guy and have him play for your Mexican audience, you know it's not going to work. You know no one's <laughs> going to like the jokes.
1: Yeah, I mean, because the, the gag is like Danny Trejo is a fan of like the performing arts and yeah. because it's like he's got the stand up comedy. There's a karaoke night. Yeah. Well, I guess it's just entertainment all well, around. Because then he's got the luchador. He match seems like happening. a great hang. Classically, yeah. that also makes you a villain in movies. So I understand why they're, they're <laughs> liking prop or uh, ventriloquist act. Yeah. But yeah, I'm liking just culture, yes, anything like that. So. Uh, now, Danny Trail, watch out. When we take off the blindfold, you have to be the first thing that Jeff Dunham sees. That's how you bond with him. That's the only way to do it.
2: To, to you, yeah. So now he'll always do his racist act directly to you. Because
1: yes. now, to be clear, Jeff Dunham's got his chili pepper... By the way, here. he's
2: such a racist. Like his entire act. It's, it's, I can't it's, it's believe racist. how he's still a thing. I saw some puff piece on him recently. On like puff piece, please. It's a puff piece. Puff a puppet. It's because pup he's piece. a puppet guy. Okay. S- puff piece is correct, but if it's a puff
1: piece about about Jeff Dunham, yeah, it's a puff. I just
2: don't know words do good, so <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe I, I fucked understood. it up. I no, fucked you were, it up. You were correct. Was- yeah, puff piece uh, <laughs> about like his. Oh, what a hard life he had! Oh, oh, oh boy! Well, his daddy gave him a car, and he loved that car, and he used that car to drive across country. My daddy making making comedy that everyone loves, and it's just the most racist, vile shit on the planet.
1: It just doesn't stop because his the two jokes he has, and it's like and like I the joke is oh you can't do that in this audience because it's all Mexican people, which is like oh uh, man, there's so many Mexican people here. I feel like I'm in front of a Home Depot. Uh, crickets, and then it's like, do you know uh, why the there were three thousand Mexican soldiers at the Battle of the Alamo? Because they brought four, only brought four trucks, and it's like, see, uh, how
0: can you call Jeff Dunham racist? He's he's laughing at himself here, folks. <laughs> I mean, look at him. <sighs>
1: and the thing is, in this movie, if this movie had any fucking scrot, like which it does not, kill, kill him. Yeah. yeah, yes, shoot. And what happens instead is like Danny Trejo pulls out this God Killer, and I'm like oh, maybe Delta Farce is about to do something that I would yeah. love to turn into a gif and instead, like, he shoots the puppet in the face and then, like, Jeff Dunham just, like, faints, you know, yeah. just, like, falls down and faints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing is, like, you have see his face is all beaten up and bloodied, like, fuck you, show me. Fuck <laughs> yeah. you, show me yes. how that happened. No, no yes. I want to double Sonny Corleone is well- what I'm looking for here. <laughs> Or even, like, because I know you're not going to do what I want, which is, like, him getting shot in the stomach and bleeding out for 20 minutes screaming. Danny Uh, Trejo's like, you're not going to be okay.
2: Are you a doctor? Are you doing, well, this puppet is. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, instead, even
1: do a thing where it's, like, he makes another bad Mexican joke and there's, like, a, a sniper rifle, like red dot on his head like
2: red dot on his head?
1: Red, A red laser okay. sight on his oh, we're head. We're
2: talking about this movie so I, I wanted know. to specify. A
1: red laser sight on his head and then you cut like you know yeah. that, it, yep. th- that way we the audience know he gets fucking murdered yeah, totally. Yeah. But at least it's family friendly enough to know that you don't have to show it. And like, the funny thing though is, like, it's not like this was put out by like Disney or yeah, even sure. Paramount or something. Like this, this guy, fucking died. Lionsgate, dude, yeah. you put out sauce. Shoot and that a- piece of shit in the head, and then you know it's that Danny Trejo is a bad guy. You yep, know what I mean? And then like me, some stakes. I can feel okay knowing that Jeff Dunham was fucking murdered. Oh yeah, if you if you're serious about get, getting your audience, this audience to hate fucking Danny Trejo, <laughs> kill Jeff Dunham. Yep. <laughs> totally oh my god i can't believe it oh my god it was like seeing john lennon get shot in the street
2: <laughs> yeah and then we go from that to another gay panic joke because everyone had so much fun at the town dj qualls wakes up in a dress and this is what happens when he drinks tequila and eats the worm
1: dude and larry like kind of walks back in that morning as they're waking up and bill engvall's like where were you last night and he's like i was with maria and he goes oh yeah you guys do the chimichanga, and you just imagine like your uncle at a barbecue. Like, did you do the chimichanga, Was <laughs> did that fucking dude <laughs> fucking <laughs> funny? Please Please, chimichanga. No, joke. I asked her to make me some, but she said she'd rather have sex with me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know what happened was we were gonna get going, but then I told her about my cuckold fetish, and we just couldn't find a third. <laughs> It just took us all night. We went to all all, all sorts of different hotel bars telling people we liked their vibe, but it was just such a mess. We walked around the whole night, and I was trying my best. I couldn't get it hard. The whole thing went tits up, really. (laughs) Even at the end, when I tried to convince the donkey to help me out. You you gotta be... You fuck her and I watch. I don't know how to speak your language. You fuck her and I watch. (laughs) And then (laughs) hymns to me. oh man i don't know this language you <laughs> fuck her and i watch while being sexually humiliated. Watch, are you hung oh <laughs> yeah and then the dj qualls thing of like he's just wearing a dress and he's like it really breathes and uh. i'm like i bet it does dude i bet it's comfortable <laughs> as fuck wearing that in the hot mexican sun i yeah. bet and whatever and like larry's like we got to get out of here then we have like, this infrastructure montage, which takes up each so of time off. This is the weird thing where Larry, Larry's character becomes like smart. Th- it's like the yeah. smart, logical character of the movie where he starts feeling bad that they've stupidly like just invaded this town. And then he's like, well, we're here on a pace mission and we're spreading democracy. So we got to help them fix. So, so he wants to like help them fix the town we're here to give these people a better life they don't need a warlord they need a carelord (laughs) and we must be here to care for them so it's like yeah there's a well that's broken like what can we do about that you see them like knitting with little old ladies for a second and and this is
2: by the way we're using american taxpayer money this is nanny state
1: bullshit (laughs) bullshit and then you get the biggest like we're bringing jobs to your town because they transform the local cantina into a you guessed it hooters which like how's that even happening
2: you got any more daughters we can show off here (laughs) where's your meat no i'm talking about the lady meat Look, I'm looking for more thirds. I need a good pool. I'm looking for someone
1: six foot four or taller. It doesn't work for me if he's not taller than me. In good shape. I know that's a little hypocritical. That is the point. Oh, God damn. I need to draw you a fucking map, dude. I need to draw you a fucking map to this fetish. Shit. Do you like Sade? Do you? (laughs) And they at this point they go back. They're like, "Oh, we can help them too because we have supplies back at the drop sure. site." They go. They find Keith David as they, th- they not once are they like, "Oh, Mer- maybe we buried this dude alive." DJ Qualls is like, "Oh, maybe it was Chupacabra."
2: <laughs> uh, we need to mention him once.
1: And then the other thing, Larry's like, "Oh, no, he maybe it was grave robbers," yes. or, and you're like, okay. all righty then." Um, but yeah, it's like around this time is also we had talked about it already but Keith David breaks out and he r- rides a scooter like back towards the town or something like that so he's back he's trying his best to get back into the movie <laughs> Bill Engvall is like I need to call my wife oh I so, gotta call my superior uh, that's aka right. my wife <laughs> she pays the bills and then it goes and wah 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 yeah, him and some guy go to the one only working phone in town, which also doesn't make a ton of sense because I don't know. It's, yeah, whatever, whatever. It's
2: uh, and- just make it go for you. There's nothing there. There's no town, no fucking telephone or anything. <laughs> um. So this guy
1: is like, oh, they got they got abducted by Danny Trejo and his crew, right. and. Bill Engvall is on the floor of this truck, and here comes this guy who I look, he looks like Bobby Moynihan quite a bit. He does I, thought, I, I look looked like him up Bobby. too. I thought yeah. he
2: might have been Bobby Moynihan, but he's not. Yeah. So he just
1: like, And it's like, oh, it's Danny Trejo's cousin. It was his who, nephew. Nephew who, is, nephew who is gay and like. Wants to just pet uh, Bill Engvall, mm. and like, this is like the bullshit. Like when your uncle is faking that he's fine with this. Exactly, Danny Trejo has the old dusted off. The he's here, he's queer. Get used to it, because that's the thing all the dads remember from the seventies. Of course, <laughs> and, but and the joke, and like the joke is like, if you don't tell us what you want, I'm gonna have my nephew rape you. But I'm so accepting of my nephew's lifestyle. Like, but being with him is a punishment? First, yes. first
2: you kill Jeff Dunham. And then you make him tolerant of others. <laughs> I fucking want him right. to die. This movie thinks that like rape is part of the LGBTQ. Yes, exactly. That's yeah. what
1: that's what guys do to one another. They just yep. rape each yeah. other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and be, so because of his homophobia. Bill Engvall's character spills the beans immediately. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Just tell me what you want me to fuck except your nephew. (laughs) Which is fine or whatever. Not really. We get back to town and there's a big standoff. and The joke is it's a Mexican standoff and. It's a pretty okayish joke. Danny Trejo delivers it with some aplomb. It's down here. We just don't stand up. Guess
2: off. what? We we get it like three times. In <laughs> we a row. sure do. Uh...
1: <laughs> it's like the ad, don't ask, don't tell joke. You need to at least do it in triplicate. And uh, <laughs> well, that's so like people remember yeah, it, yeah. right? They they exchange baling for nothing, and then all of a sudden. Keith David comes in and is like lambasting Larry and the guys, but and it's like it's your classic like three Stooges turnaround around joke. Yeah, totally. He doesn't realize that there's this whole gang. But, like, the way it, this is why this joke doesn't work because, like, he the goes angle yes. that Keith David walks in, like, he sees all of them. Yes. But the joke is that he, I mean, uh,
2: it's whatever. Stupid. And he's, uh, he's got his clothes back somehow. We don't see how that happens. No. He's
1: got a little bit of lipstick on him, and they're like, we make a little joke about that. And then, immediate, like immediately, like, right after the Bill Engvall joke, and right after uh, Keith David's only other joke in the movie is almost being raped by dudes, mm. he gets caught by this this mincing whatever dude. And it's uh. just like, now he loves you. And I'm like, could be fucking, st- like, what is this movie about? Uh, yeah, so they're going to
2: torture Keith David and you think it's going to be this big thing or a r- giant rape scene. <laughs> but it turns out, this guy, because he's gay, wants to sing Sonny and Cher with yeah. him. Yeah, that's sort of <sighs> fun. And that is so the torture, quote-unquote. We
1: just got, I got you babe going and Keith David's he's, screaming about how he hates Sonny and Cher. Yeah, I
2: mean, that's the and thing. They, Keith David, he's he's delivering it. He's trying. He
1: sings the song. Si- yeah. sing, he, yeah.
2: he, he, he does a better job of singing than anyone else.
1: And at this point, Larry and the crew realize they have to save him. And it's like a, a night raid kind of a thing. And, you know, that's sort of something. Bill is mm. putting sugar in gas. T- Bill is like a man in costume kind of a he thing. He pretends that he's a tourist yeah. and he walks up to like the front door of the hideout and he's got this huge map. And he's like, I'm trying to get to whatever the fuck. And then I guess the uh, I joke... took a, I took a wrong turn at Buenos Noches. Oh uh, no! Yeah, uh, having a good laugh at that. Uh, oh my God! Uh, Raise a coors light to that one. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I guess the other like joke compounded on this is the, the the like the dude at the door is like one of Danny Trejo's security guards. It's like, yeah. oh well, you see the thing you got to do here, yeah. and then Angvol like pistol whips him or whatever, yeah, and knocks him out, and then he takes his outfit. And meanwhile, Larry is going to save Keith David, but we have to take a long time because we really need the Sonny and Cher montage. Mm-hmm. And Larry comes in and saves him right before, right when this guy's about to kiss him. He's, like, he's like seconds away from lip on lip. And then Larry, the cable guy, comes in and is like, my God, no marriage is for a man and a woman. And just beats this dude to death. Uh, and he's just comically knocked out. Um, but like the Angval shit about like sugar in the gas tank, like the thing that kills me about that is like, there's other moments of like like this in the movie that I don't kind of, but like it reminded me of like the fact that this is a Larry movie, yes. and Larry the Cable Guy character in these movies are always like just a perpetual child. Yes, and it's like he's sugar in your gas tank, and like Keith David wants to be like no fucking blow these dudes away with weapons it's a perpetual child who's making jokes that only 70 year olds would get like <laughs> sugar in the gas tank is not something like i i haven't heard like i think kingpin is the last time i Are heard you that don't think joke that's
2: like a big thing anymore? no i don't I, think that so at should all. be a next tiktok trend or something sugar you know? in the gas tank. kids put sugar in your father's gas tank I absolutely do that Coop, yes. we've
1: got sugar in the gas tank. You just sounded like it was David Lynch Sorry. instructing you. It's been... another case for the Blue
2: Rose. Sugar I... in the gas tank. I think I'm just getting I'm getting stuck in a weird Americana where you're transitioning from Larry the Cable Guy back to my own voice. Yeah, Somehow it takes a pit stop need, David you need Lynch. You an
1: intermediary yeah. impression. In Coop, I'm in Reno, Nevada. There's a trail of Domino's sugar packets all over the city. <laughs> Diane, it appears as if someone has a sweet tooth for my fuel injection system. (laughs) (laughs) So, whatever. The other part of the distraction is DJ Qualls comes in as the luchador and, like, The fact that none of these guys just look at this like body and are immediately like, well, that's DJ Qualls. You know, he wrestles like the luchador star, you know, kicks the shit out of him because he's a maniac. There's
2: a line when uh, I guess DJ Qualls is uncovered that uh, Danny Trejo says, hey, it's that R-word guy, that R-worded guy. Yeah, sure, dude. That's super fun. And, like, all the guns.
1: (laughs) Isn't it, though? lot super fun, fun. i It's super fun. Raise a Coors Light to that. If I'm unemployed and my bowling team isn't going well, that's super fun. (laughs) That's nice. (laughs) That makes me feel like I'm seen. Oh, my yeah, the pin pals loved this movie. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so Larry busts in right when, like, the whole room is about to murder DJ Qualls. And this is a repeated joke from earlier in the movie, too, where, like, danny trejo's like well there's like 20 guns on you larry the cable guy you can't kill us all yes. and he's like oh yeah well how about i just kill you yeah. and like points and like danny trejo has to just be like oh geez you're right well i guess i'm the selfish <laughs> you know warlord <laughs> yeah. and i don't want to die so you win there, larry the. Cable there's a guy. few jokes
2: like that where like Danny Trejo is like oh i didn't think of that well, yeah which i thought was kind of funny not like full-on funny but but i thought for for this movie that's like a top tier joke for this movie right
1: in the in the fucking ecosystem of this
2: movie yes
1: and they escape and blow up all their trucks and stuff so it's like let's get on the horses and bring out big bertha i literally because it was funny i didn't know I, i guess i missed the uh i have a different version of this movie in my head I missed the part where Lisa Lampanelli was in the beginning and all I keep hearing is the, the what do you call that? The Charlie Brown noise. <laughs> so I didn't know that was Lisa, Lisa Lampanelli. So when, uh, and I saw her in the credits and when uh, oh. Danny Trey was like, bring out Big Bertha, I thought for some reason it was going to be like Lisa, <laughs> Lisa Lampanelli with a machine gun. I'm like, that's a better movie. That would yes, be a better yes, movie. Yes, but here's yes. the thing, if that were the case, Steve, then you know the opening credits would be and Lisa yeah. Lampinelli as That's Big, big Bertha. Bertha for sure. Oh yeah, I want her to have the Rambo bandana and everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really I like into she, that. I like, come like, on, you fucking sexy shit. Exactly. Larry has to shoot her in the head. But so they're riding into town, and like they come back, and they're excited. This poor woman has to kiss Larry at this point. <sighs> uh, yeah. Just, hey, it, so what's the deal on the third? Was it? Did you <laughs> did you put that ad in the paper? Did you, get you a, write the paper? Yeah, get
2: a big fella.
1: Look, you got to stop telling him I like having my face right there when it happens. We'll just discover that in the moment. Tell him I'm going to be in a chair on the other side of the room. Don't tell him that during the act I'm going to slowly slink up (laughs) so my face is right there at the moment he finishes. I'm going to wear a mask so I don't scare him is the point. But I want you to know a Jason Momoa type (laughs) is what I would like. For a third, if you could... Again, I know it makes me a little bit of a hypocrite because I could never be such a physical specimen, but my God, if I could see him plow my wife. Some
2: str- hey, dude cool, I'm getting cut by Aquaman. <laughs> Some strange cuck-holding event is happening in Mexico, Coop. Hey, we- Coop, I don't get it. She's getting fucked while I'm sitting in a chair on the other side of the room.
1: We live in a dream, Coop, and that dream is your wife getting plowed right in front of you. He's taking her cherry pie and no I'm not talking about the dessert. <laughs> what year is it indeed? <laughs> Gives a new meaning to the double R diner. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it. fine cherry pie. <laughs> uh whatever. Good coffee, too.
1: She's my cherry pie. <laughs> Oh, he knows that. He probably has like the original single of that song. No, you can't. You can't listen to that stuff though, because those dudes had like costumes and makeup on, man, and that's a little creaky
2: hand Uh-oh. for Larry. Uh oh. <laughs> you have to go
1: all in, like Guar. <laughs>
2: But- I would love to be cuckolded by <laughs> Get that monster line up. Now, if Jason Momoa could have a bloody skull face
1: <laughs> and a body made out of guts. <laughs> Can you b- make his cock look a little more
2: demonic?
1: Yeah, horn. You know what, uh, Nagin's bat? I kind of want that as a dick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wrap some barbed wire around that dick. Shaddle up, cowboy.
1: Yeah, I am one of those guys that thinks the Walking Dead should never end.
2: <laughs> I mean, I re- I'm I'm so surprised we can't find anybody.
1: <laughs> I just don't know how just, how, it, It's simple. It's got to be a language barrier. Yeah, <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm talking as slow as I possibly can.
1: <laughs> I put L in front of everything, and I, I've, I've assumed that
2: L <laughs> in her vagina. <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: Yes. Just that, lost five pounds. Indeed. Danny Trejo rides back into town. It's the last big, which we'll call an here's, action scene. Yes, but here's the thing is like, because uh, I think this is the most unbelievable part of this movie. <laughs> you know, we talked about how Larry's becoming like the voice of reason in all of sure. this or whatever. And part of that is they're like, okay, well, like Keith David is like, all right, we're all back. I'm very glad you, you know, you risked everything to save me, kid. He calls Larry the Cable Guy kid, which is kind of funny. And he's like, But we got to get out of here. This isn't our conflict. We're here illegally, blah, blah, blah. And then Larry Uh the Cable Guy just goes into this whole thing to, like, rouse these dudes up to, like, stay and fight. And Bill Ingvall's like, I got to get back to Connie and the kids. And, like, Larry's like, well, yeah, that's exactly right, Bill, because what if Connie and the kids lived in a town like this. Mm. Mm. We're going to stay and liberate these people. Think about it. How are we ever going to control the quote-unquote illegal heroin trade (laughs) if we don't stay in Iraq? And How? think,
2: Think about anything bad happening in America. You can't, can you?
1: We need (laughs) you We got it all so great We can just come into other towns with guns And figure it the fuck out, dude (laughs) We gotta
2: spread what we got It's not a STD, it's hope Think about this, they don't have what you enjoy back at home Which is drinking water out of exclusively lead pipes (laughs) (laughs) Look,
1: it's what I mean when
2: I say get her
1: done It's my thesis (laughs) We have to get her done You see all these people, none of them have debt <laughs> Can you imagine the hell
2: of not having ir- just insane debt? They're not paying rent to live. That's wrong.
1: That's rid- that is definitely not cool. This lady right here is not crippled by student loans. Unbelievable.
2: <laughs> Let's get her enrolled in some stupid fancy school that means fucking nothing like NYU. <laughs>
1: Let's get these people into some pyramid schemes. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: NYU. <laughs> Multi-level marketing. <laughs> NYU. <laughs> uh,
1: whatever. There is kind of a funny DJ Qualls line where like, so Engval gets on board because of that. And then DJ Qualls just goes, oh, who am I kidding? I live in a storage locker. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, huh stays to fight and they fucking yes. defend the town man whatever There's the, the Ameri-
2: tank and shit and the yeah. girlfriend
1: gets kidnapped at the end of course she does um <laughs> and larry just punches him in the face uh, uh, danny treo and again like i don't know dude what if he just got shot you know what I mean? Like that'd be mm. kind what of. What if about
2: anyone that. got shot?
1: Well, Bill Envol does. He gets shot in the ass, which I mean is the, Gump, yeah. It, it it's, it's a silly joke. <laughs> Gump like, did it. I <laughs> would have true. loved to have seen that. Yeah, totally. It, it, like this whole thing happens. Larry, She's like ass
2: explode, <laughs> yes. you know, yes. fiery wreckage <laughs> and blood.
1: <laughs> Oliver Stone esque <laughs> slow motion. <laughs>
2: There's a fucking squib shooting I, out of his ass.
1: Have any of you seen The Great Outdoors? Yes. Yeah, the John Candy yeah, movie? Yeah, I yeah. would imagine that that how Bill, Bill Ingvall gets shot in the ass is much like the bear and just yeah. like yeah. all the hair splits <laughs> off.
2: Speaking of hiding in a cave, that bear and Saddam Hussein. Same difference. Same fucking thing. Saddam is- Hussein is the bear of the Middle East, he's just another animal. I'm not going anywhere with this. I don't I don't even know what I'm saying. There
1: sure is I, I I mean like you got to dig through the wreckage to find it. There's kind of a funny Larry the Cable Guy line right here where the mayor says to him like, "Oh my god, Danny Trejo has kidnapped Maria. Yes. You got to go save her." And Larry kind of looks around and goes, "Well, uh you got any more daughters? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. And apparently, that was an ad lib. That's the only like, oh. one of the four IMDb trivia. Mm. <laughs> nice work, Dan. <laughs> yeah, he's you know he's got it when he it needs. It uh, and then like the American government k- pops saves the day, We're,
2: which is surprising. But I guess it turns out it's because Lisa Lampanelli told them to come because she's the
1: guy is like your wife. Acts. Your wife did not stop calling until she was talking to the State Department and like she demanded we go down and save you or whatever and there's a thing in here which I could not believe this is like a naming gag from the three stooges honestly but we find out that Bill Engvall's name in this movie is Bill Little Bill Little oh. He's the cut. Like, can you fucking believe <laughs> that Fuck they here. bothered for that <laughs> we're at minute 87 of this 90 minute movie and that joke gets Bill Little I and, uh, get it <laughs> and then we realized at the beginning, this big patent thing, which you kind of forgot about. Like, it Of course you did. It didn't seem like a framing device at the time. But it was, yeah. and this is the medal ceremony for them. No, it's like the end of Star Wars, dude. We got that fucking
2: Chewbacca line. Yeah, we get even the R word Chewbacca gets a medal here. <laughs> Look, it's either this or we get sued, guys. I don't know what
1: to tell you. We've got to act like it's the end of Star Wars. And here then we,
2: the government pretends, it's like, oh, Operation Sombrero was to take Oof. out some... Oof terrorist network in Mexico.
1: And this is a thing, dude, this is the thing that plays right into all that shit of like the yeah. terrorists are coming through the yes. border.
2: There's an eighties movie with Gary Busey called bulletproof about a stopping a super tank. And the premise is Mexico is a staging ground for all the world's terrorists mm-hmm. to come. and To just come up, because the border's so weak. Do that's you the get thing. In America? Make America Great Again started with Reagan. And fucking paranoia about terrorist attack in the United States through Mexico started with Reagan. Actually, it's probably started with the Zimmerman letter in World War <laughs> <laughs> One. Yes, yeah. right?
3: We get
1: a like an Animal House-esque Ooh. end of the movie. Here's where they all <laughs> wrapped up, and we'll tell you via a, a crisp white subtitle at the sucks, bottom.
2: Sucks shit.
1: Keith David opens a, a like an exercise, like boot camp themed exercise gym mm-hmm. in I Miami. Felt, I
2: felt good for him, though. He deserves that. Yeah, of course. That means he's the
1: farthest away from Larry <laughs> and these guys to ruin his life ever. I, I honestly I was like on pins and needles when this was happening. I was like, are they going to fit in another rape joke here somehow? It could have been. It, it, yeah, because you know, in at the end, you know what it is, dude, because. It would this movie would not be above it, but it's like turned out he lacked it, or, or yeah, just so like him, like, yeah. yeah, him and the other guy get married, they get, yeah, exactly. Or, or, right. or it's a thing where it's it. like, you know, oh, and you know, he opened it with his partner, and the dude comes into frame, and then Larry goes, Business partner. it's
3: business partner, <laughs> T Tat. <laughs> uh,
1: Bill Engvall sued the Mexican government for getting shot in the ass, what the, fuck? and then he gets a house in Beverly Hills, and he's rich now, but
2: yeah, all right, it's a joke. It's a joke, so whatever, right? I, mean, I but, guess
1: a dude like that. I, I mean, I don't know. What is that like a Beverly Hillbillies kind of reference or I guess something? So. Why
2: the fuck would that guy move to California? But it's like the U.S. government invades a Mexican town, and the Mexican government helps cover it up, then gets successfully sued. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't make. A I think lot it would be sense. thrown. At, yeah, don't make no sense. Do it.
1: I'm not greedy. All I need is the bullet in my ass, my golden house, <laughs> <laughs> my rocket
2: car, <laughs>
1: my Lisa Lampanelli. Yeah, my fucking bitch wife. <laughs> and uh, DJ Quall stays in Mexico to be a famous Mexican wrestler. Oh, right. Carne Asada uh, is his yes, name. Yes, of
2: course. Uh, 80 pound individuals are often Mexican wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh,
1: man. And then so the, you, we cut back to Glenn Morshower. Cause it like you get the little subtitle after he pins a medal on each of them. And then he's like, Larry, the cable guy. I have spent my entire life in the United States military and you are the bravest soldier I've ever seen. Yes. We mm. got to keep this going. And he's like, actually I got other plans. Open Larry's fucking Bubba gum shrimp restaurant in Mexico. <laughs> Guess, Cabo San Lucas. Yes.
2: I just met the most wonderful doctor uh, played by Eric Roberts. <laughs> oh, yes. He's this got a same. huge
1: boat and a huge
2: house. Dr. Beck is fantastic He gave me mouth to mouth He said he's gonna name his boat after me <laughs> <laughs> But isn't it crazy That's the same town right From yeah, the doctor verse uh, uh,
1: The, do- the doctor verse <laughs> Oh and I looked it up it, The restaurant is Larry's Mess Hall Oh that <laughs> is Ugh. I am not going to anything called Larry's mess. Larry (laughs) with the word mess. I'm just going to avoid anything around that. And then you see, I think this was like real. Like this actress was like, absolutely not because it's like, and him and Maria got married and he Mm. goes to kiss her. And the woman like backs away for some reason. I was like, phew, dodged it. And then it's like, I don't think so. And like, boom, in there, they start making out. I almost threw up. We've been saying through all these Larry movies, like it's insane. He never gets to like kiss a woman Uh on the screen and be an adult about it. Turns out we were wrong. You never want to see that happen in a movie. It's It's terrible. I really did. I was waiting for her to go like "Mm -mm -mm," with the wag finger and then go with the.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm (laughs) sorry. Did I get a piece of chicken wing bone in your mouth, sweetheart? (laughs)
1: You know, there's just a bunch of chicken skin in there. You can lick it
2: out <laughs> of oh, your you Just lodge like. oh, oh, no. oh, some old pork rinds. <laughs> 11
1: herbs and spices, and then one other ingredient. You know,
2: I have a single
1: nerd wedged between two feet in the back of the molar. If you could pry that out with the tip of your tongue, I would give you so much money. Man, nerds, one of the worst candies. The
2: The government gave it to me. It's a cyanide nerd in case I got taken hostage in Iraq.
1: Hey, cool. It's blue raspberry. The coolest thing about being in Cabo San Lucas is it's a a resort town and threesomes are a plentiful.
2: (laughs) She's getting fucked every night and I'm jerking off and crying in the corner.
1: (laughs) That's what makes the mess hall
2: messy. (laughs) Dude, and then like in
1: the dumbest part, because like we pretend to care about like prison rehabilitation. It's like Danny Trejo's character went to jail and was rehabilitated and started a new life as a prop comic Uh and he's using Jeff Dunham's like shot in the face pepper puppet yeah Yeah. they got the pepper done up like minority like Tom Cruise in Minority Report after he gets his eyes see that's the thing
2: it's like (laughs) but if Danny Trejo was doing chili pepper prop comedy or ventriloquism Uh sure yeah at least he's Danny Trejo and not some fucking vanilla ass white guy named
1: Jeff yeah like you know yeah but then it's like you know new it's a news report and it's like oh and in the raid uh you know operation sombrero we arrested famed musician carlos santana and then the movie just ends with oye como va playing and and we're doing bloopers and we're all singing oye como va by the way i looked it up because it's at the end i was like uh it's not Actually, Carlos Santana's version of well, Oh You Got Pay box. Up for that, yeah. It's the Los Lonely Boys. Oh Oof. no! Anyone remember the Los Lonely Boys? Only from them compilation commercials. How far is heaven? Whoa. <laughs> you no, I mean? I, no I that was a, when I worked at the gym. That was on all of the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Are are they all white? Is that why they had to pay them rather than? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're a Mexican oh, okay. I, I well, think. That's You just—it's cheaper than Carlos Santana. I, yes, of course, yes. Mm-hmm kind of surprised because this movie loves dated comedy that there wasn't just a smooth joke put in. Mm. Oh, yeah. man. But Oyo Come, yeah. Oyo Come, good song. Great yeah. song. But can you imagine like- just like the ocean <laughs> Under the moon <laughs> It's a little sweeter is that you wanna Whatever the lyrics are Oh, it's a hot one <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch any of the bloopers Anything racist happening there? No, I mean, it's it, Like Eric said There's the funny DJ Koalos In a movie that's nominated for Oscars That's oh, right. pretty good Yeah That's about it The fucking kind of Peacock nothing. stream the Peacock has one of the fastest countdowns To the watch next It's uh, crazy I could didn't even find the fucking
2: remote, so, and I was like, I'm not
1: fast forwarding through Delta Fars. I missed it.
2: I missed it. But what's crazy too is like, usually, even if a streaming service is like, oh, there's stingers or something, they won't immediately do that countdown. Yeah. Peacock's like, this is fucking Delta Fars. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> new show starting immediately. I don't give a fuck about these bloopers.
1: Totally. It would go right into the new Saved by the Bell episode. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, but that is Delta Farce, ladies and gentlemen. Our 600th movie covered on We Hate Movies Prime. Fucking unbelievable that this thing. Incent. Well, I was going to say it was unbelievable that it's made. It's absolutely not. This It makes no. logical sense that this exists. The in podcast or the show? Both.
2: Or the podcast or the-, <laughs> the movie, rather.
1: I meant the movie, but yeah. it makes logical sense that we could do this 600 times. Yeah. Uh, why the fuck not? Sure. Uh, but we'll go around. Final thoughts and dare I say recommendations about Delta Force. Steve Sadek, uh, not a recommend. Um, I it's it's just poor comedy. Uh, not even like like Chris said. I, I think it's the worst of the Larrys because
2: a there's not enough Larry, sadly, and there's mm-hmm. not poor Bill, comedy. Bill, Look at this rich man putting his nose in the air
3: <laughs>
1: and just like uh, DJ Qualls is trying his best. Keith David's trying his best. and Bill Engvall is trying his best to the detriment of the film. <laughs> Chris. Yeah, big no over here. Uh, <laughs> the thing, like, I think it's the problem is is you, you, you try too much to be a movie. Like, this actually <laughs> wants to be, like, the same thing with uh, the, 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 the Jingle All the Way too. Yeah. Like, he's more boring here. And, like, the one thing Larry can't be is boring because yep. that's literally the only thing I like about him is that he pisses me off (laughs) like because at least i'm engaged then i'm engaged with the piece but like i'm not here i'm just kind of like oh you're just being racist and you don't even have like energy it's just kind of yeah a a dud a total dud
2: (laughs) eric siska yeah it's also a big no it's abysmal honestly it, it was honestly it was tough to get through yeah um But Larry, call me. I think we could be uh, quite a tag team. Ben Shapiro's throwing (laughs) money around, baby.
1: Oh, it turns out Eric Siska wants to be on my tag team. Excellent. Baby, I found one!
2: (laughs) (laughs) I will fuck your wife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, cool. Uh, Yeah, no, this is abysmal. This is fucking embarrassing that this exists, that it's allowed to be streamed for free on Peacock. Like, this should be fucking taken off the books. It's really embarrassing. But also, like, a cultural artifact of shit that this country found really important uh, in the late Mm -hmm. aughts, unfortunately. But that is going to do it, gang, for the 600th episode of We Hate Movies. We are sincerely grateful uh, that y'all, you know, some of us, uh, some of you have been here from the beginning with us. Some of you found us last week. Either way, thank you for tuning in because without you guys, we don't do it because there's no reason to. Uh, But, you know, we are always uh, endlessly filled with gratitude uh, that you all tune in every week. And with that, if you want more We Hate Movies, of course, check out Patreon.com slash we Hate Movies. We just dropped a We Love Movies listener-requested uh, episode about The Warriors, the Walter Hill masterpiece from Can 1979. Can you dig it? Oh, we digged it, we digged it big time, baby. Uh, we also got uh, customized episodes of The Nexus coming out this month. We're talking Bosque on the Gleep Glossary finally uh animation damnation on double dragon the mm-hmm. cartoon oh, totally. series and a
2: single commentary track coming out later this month on harry potter and the sorcerer's stone and by the way folks you don't if you pledge you don't just get this month's offerings you get everything everything yeah, that's and right we've done so much go to whmpodcast.com look at that whm prime list you'll see certain episodes are patrons only
1: that's right and uh Next week, we get back on track with Listener Request Month. We had to sort of uh, split it in half here to make sure we hit this 600th episode. Very special to bring Larry on the show. But, Steve, we are getting back to what the listeners wanted us to watch and what's that going to be next Tuesday. It's going to be a wild one. It's The Last Boy Scout. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Ooh, yeah. yeah. One of the greatest opening kills in film history. Mm-hmm. Tony Scott finally showing. Oh, wait, no. Taking a pen, one through three. That's right, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Lick
2: my bunghole, motherfucker. <sighs> yeah. And, you know, we'll see. I Because I rewatched Last Boy Scout. A while ago and i was not as much it's pretty misogynistic it's crazy oh i mean it's, it's crazy
1: i mean any of like it, it has all the benchmarks of action films at the time it's got all the bad stuff and all the good stuff <laughs> i would say <laughs> so
2: it's yeah it, it'll be fun either way yeah
1: so until next week when we take the good with the bad i'm andrew jupin steven say that. eric siska chris cabin take it easy
0: That was a HeadGum Podcast. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Bloomingdale's, Levi's, and Zappos. And even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use and you get cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers. And Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need.